things. Patience and time tastes better in the end, doesn't it? You guys like that intro? Yeah. Edgy D did a, did a great job. He's still working on it. He's got a little bit more to do until it's finished, but I was like, I'm a pretty big fan of what you got already. <laughs> I like it. It's great, and that's the tentative. He's going to add a little bit more to it, but uh, I think it encapsulates the, the, the lunacy of what, you know, this is pretty pretty well, as well as anybody can. I don't know how you would translate this into anything that makes any sense, but I think he did a half-decent job. How you guys doing, Cam? What's up? Let's go. You're in a mood tonight. You started drinking already, did you? Man, I'm sweating. It's warm in here. I guess it's becoming summertime. It's getting warm. It's getting warmer out there. How's the weather out there with you guys? How was your weekend? Mine was fucking crazy. Oh, my God. They're, they never end, man. Not that I'm complaining. It's just like the the speed is 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 a torrential. It, it's... it's uh, the stuff that goes on never it never ends it's so crazy uh did a couple uh did some fundraiser stuff some rallies and things uh mr bernier was here we had a little had a little fun <laughs> had some exchanged some words um you know um thanks to all you guys that were out and that and, uh, came and supported that and yeah so yeah somebody went to blue taco went to a base barbecue was good good barbecuing is based eat meat don't eat soy don't eat the bugs don't get in the pods or else you'll look like um, you know, Mr. Gates, who's, I don't know who would want to look like that. You can, if you want, I wouldn't, 
um, unpopular blondes. I met, met some dags in person this weekend. It was only good. That's what you want to be doing. Um, on the uh, Telegram channel again, I don't think I've updated this screen. No, I haven't. I've been pointing down here saying it's there, but it's not. I'm, I'm lying, apparently. It used to be there. It's on because I'm on the laptop. I don't have that uh, that overlay updated. And it still has, you know, it's all up. Ah! Ah! I'll have to get off a jump drive. Um next time that I'm home. But t.me slash Raging Distant is the Telegram channel if you want to go and join that. There's a community page on there for most of the provinces, and there's one for the United States. Um, you can go in there, and the administrators can post uh, local things that are happening in the province if you want. Um, and you guys can meet up and network and do your thing, because nobody else is going to let you do it. You can't... Uh, you're just not allowed. No, We're not allowed to do anything. Cam's Key says... Uh, Ceases has a team of psycho analysts deciphering that intro. Well, they're going to have, a, they're gonna have some, they're gonna have some fun with it. Nothing to decipher. It's really, really pathetic and stupid. But, um, you know, it's, we're already, go, we're going to waste the money. We're going to, we're going to burn out the country anyway. We're going to go completely bankrupt. You might as well go all the way. I want to know how much they spent on, on me and you guys already. 10 million ceases? 20 million? I mean, you got to include the RCMP as well. They're interviewing all kinds of people. They're up to a few dozen officers into this now. And uh, it's really embarrassing. And you can never undo that embarrassment. Um, you know? <laughs> I personally couldn't couldn't uh, have that occupation and not kill myself. I find that input. So I guess you really have to admire uh, their their mental endurance and strength to put on that uniform every day and go to work and collect a government paycheck, knowing that they're literally a living joke. Like it's it's not a, it's not a it's not an insult. It's actually literally true that they're that they're a joke. Their lives are a joke. They're investigating jokes now. Um, and, uh, you know, like I've always said, um, they, there's no, there's no comedians in the Soviet Union or in, or in communist China or North Korea or anywhere like that. And, uh, we're quickly devolving into that as well. It reminds me, um, of a, uh, video my friend, uh, uh, posted, uh, recently. Where's this other one? Where he's, uh, he's a comedian, otherwise known Taking as, the uh, Uncle Hack, uh, from Danger Cats. You guys may be familiar with him. Uh, uh, check this out here. Taking the stride and trying to get across Canada and book shows in certain places and certain venues, there's now a list of rules that you have to deal with. I'm not going to put the venue's name up here, but uh, this is so an anti-harassment, bullying, and non-discrimination policy. The policy prohibits discrimination, bullying, or harassment based on the following grounds in combination of these grounds. Age. That's what they lead with. So if there's an old bird that fell asleep in the front row, don't make fun of Glenda. She's too old to be here. She's a little tired. 7 p.m. on the early show. Had to have a nap in the front row. Can't make fun of that. Can't make fun of Creed, a.k.a. religion. Pregnancy and breastfeeding. That made the list. Can't make fun of that. Sexual orientation. Sex. Gender identity. Followed by gender expression. Family status, marital status, mental, physical, developmental, <laughs> language or learning ability, race, ancestry, place of origin, ethnic origin, citizenship, record of offenses. You can't even make fun of criminals at this venue. Criminal conviction for a provincial offense or an offense for which a pardon has been received. Can't make fun of that. Association or relationship with a person identified by one above these grounds. Any other similar grounds. No jokes. That's what you're allowed at, at some venues here as we're trying to book 
across Canada. This is what we're dealing with right now. No jokes. So, yeah, he's a professional comedian. Uh, him, him and uh, Sam Walker and Brett Forte, they're a group of guys in, uh, based in Western Canada and Alberta, and they're trying to, you know, do jokes, but you're not allowed to do that anymore. Sorry. Oh, you are. You just can't joke about the following things, which is basically everything. CRJ, how you doing, brother? He says, ankle weights and a Columbia hiking jacket. Standard ceases uniform if you don't like dumpster-ass jeans. Well, yeah. <laughs> You have to have form some kind of uh, dumpster uh, persona. Uh, is that real? Yes, that's real. He's a he's a comedian, uh, Uncle Hack. He's a funny guy. You can you know look him up, Danger Cats. Um, but uh, you know, it's illegal. You can't you can't make uh, you can't make jokes anymore. What in the actual fucking deed says Texan? Um, yeah. The thing about uh, comedy is that it, it has to be sort of true. Something can't be funny if it's not. A little bit true. I'm going to turn this up a little bit. There, is that better? I think that's better. It has. There has to be some kind of truth ingrained in the joke, or else it's not funny. It doesn't make any sense. So essentially, um, it's kind of a way. It, it, it's it's an essential barometer, or um, it's an essential element of a free society, anyway, for free people, because especially they can, you know at least go to a place like this, which was, you know, kind of the original safe space where you can just blow off steam, make jokes, offensive jokes. You guys heard of Richard Pryor? Like some of the, uh, some of the most classic comedians are some of the most offensive guys out there. Some of them made their entire, their entire, um, you know, cut their teeth and made all their money based on just being as offensive as they can. George Carlin was, was very offensive at times. I mean, who, Eddie Murphy made offensive jokes. I mean, pick anyone. There's not, there's not a single comedian in the world that didn't offend somebody somewhere. So if it's against the law to be offensive, then that means you, it's, it, in reality, you can't, you can't do jokes anymore because somebody is offended by something. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter what you're wearing. Somebody's going to have a problem with the, with the sweater I'm wearing, you know? Because the Canadian flag triggers people and such now. Oh, it's not good, boys. It ain't good. Uh, Jen Canadian, and yeah, it's very, it's very true. It's a Voltaire. It, well, it's attributed to Voltaire. Who knows? But the 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 quote is is true. To learn who rules over you, simply find out who you are not allowed to criticize. Yeah, she says, "Good Lord, we're at the bottom of the barrel now." That's uh, that's about right. <laughs> but you know, we're focused on the big things here in Canada because it, you know, it doesn't matter. You don't like it. We're we're working on you know healing and bringing people together. And as Canadians, Canadians, and I'm going to keep saying Canadians over and over. How many times they say this? It, it's become like the, the buzzword in Parliament and stuff now. It, it, <laughs> we can't give you clean drinking water, but you know what we'll do? We'll just rename the Confederation Bridge. Yes, it's not a joke. The Confederation Bridge uh, is being considered to be renamed the Epectwicket Crossing. The Epect I don't... Why? 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 Because Confederation is probably triggering to someone somewhere and someone's feelings got hurt. You know, they can't really do anything to help these people or make out on any of their pledges to, uh, you know, help the, the, the Aboriginal people of this country. So what they're going to do is um, emptily, hollowly, shallowly, I'm just making up words now, rename inanimate objects pat themselves on the back and say, look what we did. That's nice. As someone who's been affected by this renaming of things, uh, much less than the person I'm going to mention and his family, of course. However, um, I'm going to tell you right now that this doesn't mean anything. And in fact, I f we find it f insulting in a lot of ways. You know, 
I had a roommate once um, in Afghanistan. His name was Chris Stanix, and he was killed in 2007. And um, despite having our, our memories spit on and being disrespected and the, the veterans' legacy and the legacy of the Afghanistan veterans uh, specifically and many more people being trampled on and shoved in a dumpster and pissed on and ignored and we just don't, you know, it's more than we're willing to give right now. But hey, they renamed a boat after him. They, named, they renamed the boat. The, the Dartmouth to Halifax Ferry got renamed. They put his name on the boat. So, you know, it's okay. So when terrorists, Taliban terrorists, the Taliban was who, you know, killed uh, Chris Stanix, uh, if you were going to get on the ferry and say, take that boat to Halifax to see Taliban terrorist Omar Cotter speak at the Dalhousie University in front of a packed house of standing, ovating, you know, plotting, cheering, crying libtards, you can do that. You can get on the boat to do it, and it'll have Stanix's name on it. So, you know, that's that's great. That's an, that is just, mmm, I feel good. I feel good about the way things go on in this country. This makes me feel happy and nice. The Ipecacuiki crossing, tackling the tackling the the, the big things, <laughs> but you know, there's uh, should I go to the, the Q and on Queen next or uh, you know, here's just a clip of Rate of, of, of uh, you know Rogan just just telling the truth. Is this true? Rate of taxation, but I always knew that Canada was really high, and you know it used to be that Canada was high, but crime was lower. The United States people were friendlier. It seems like a great system because you have socialized medicine. You have, you know, some people aren't friendlier in Canada. That's a myth. Okay, that's a myth. Americans, uh, Europeans, people watching, they think Canada's um, Canada's unfortunately become uh, what's the the scientific term? I think is bitch country. I think it's a bitch pussy country. You know, especially when you've got you know rat fed snitch people like you know running around uh, alive and so on. Uh, it's a it's a it's a bitch country. So what they do is they're they're nice to your face, right? And then when you leave, they talk shit about you immediately. That's generally the standard operating procedure for a lot of people in Canada. So Americans was like, oh man, they're really nice up there. No, they they immediately started talking shit about you as soon as you left. As I don't know how many times I witnessed this growing up in life, and I thought this was kind of how things were. It's not. It's just it's kind of a Canadian thing. <clears throat> I don't know why. I don't know why. Probably because a lot of Canadians are cowards. Too many, unfortunately. You know, you could go to a party or something and, uh, you, know, you know, somebody will leave. Like, all right, see you later, bud. All right, have a nice drive. And then they leave and they close their... Oh, fuck. I'm so glad that guy left. Fuck, he's annoying, right? Oh, my fucking Jesus Christ. We never shut up with all... Oh, shit, you're back. Oh, yeah, your keys is right there. Oh, thanks, man. Sorry, man. Yeah, I forgot to even see you left him here. Anyway, yeah, like, yeah, have a good safe drive. All right. All right, bud. See, you know what I mean? He forgets his keys. He's a fucking idiot, right? That's just generally how Canada is, so... If you thought it was a nice country full of good, it's not. They're just uh, they're just pieces of shit, really. A lot of them that uh, like to talk shit about people behind their back, but not to your face. See, don't, and you know why Canadians don't like Americans is because Americans are so rude. Now they just generally aren't afraid to tell you right to your face that you're a fucking idiot. And you know this, the delicate sensibilities of the Canadian public, which are scared of shadows and clouds and meme countries and and honking and and you know these kinds of things that really terrify and frighten the Canadian. They they really have a hard time with someone telling them that they don't like them because you see hurting someone's feelings especially in this country is uh is the ultimate sin some sort of a healthcare system up there although there's a lot of complaints about that as well your education yeah. system is uh, it seems like it's more accessible to people to go to college and things like that so you're contributing into this pile which is fine but then when you have what's a creepy fucking dictator for a prime minister yeah. And that's what he is. He is. The way he behaves, the way he behaved during this thing, and the, just the disingenuous way yeah. that he communicated, 
it freaked me out because I never thought that guy was like that. I was we are disingenuous is one way to put it. We had a conversation a few yeah. years ago where you were sort of more positive about him. I thought him. he was a handsome yeah. fellow with a good vocabulary and yeah. seems like a nice guy. And, you know, before he really leaned into the woke stuff, I just thought he was a kind, sensitive yeah. guy. Yeah. And I was like, that's probably a good, you know, disposition mm. to be a leader. But just the way he labeled those truckers as racist yeah, yeah. for no reason. The people that were protesting against mandates, he decided they were misogynists and racists. Transphobic. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It was just, but the way he did it was just like, he just cast a pejorative label on yeah. them with no evidence, yeah. with no, it was no provocation. It was just like, I'm going to label them this so that then I can impose laws to stop them from doing what is essentially a peaceful protest. So, against yeah. so something let me that, tell you about the draconian measures we've had in Quebec for, I mean, I, I, oh, I know you, you know about yeah, it. I have friends. I have friends that live in Quebec, and they're fucking furious. So we still have, by the way, masks. I think they're removing them on May 14th, right? So the first time— But then, but no, God, uh, God Sad, or Gad Sad, what's how you say his name? No, we, you don't know about the sixth wave, bud. There's a sixth wave. It's coming. There's going to be a tenth wave, a fiftieth wave. It, you know, this is Canada, all right? We're following the science, and the science says give all your money to giant pharmaceutical billionaires. Um, that's the only way to stay safe. That sentiment, I, uh, I would like to remind people, by the way, is echoed um, pretty much rank and file by the Conservative Party. Um, they have no balls and no guts to stand up for anything. They won't risk drawing the ire and the wrath of the left Because they're gutless. Because they'll be called names and everything else. So they sit there and they agree. They agree with the Paris Accords. They agree with the climate change. They agree with the carbon tax. They agree with the UN Mass Migrant Compact or the US, oh, the UN Compact on Migration, Mass Migration. They agree with all of this. Many of them denounce the, you know, the convoy and, and all of this. It's the, it's the same. It's the same. They're the exact same. I tried to do a video earlier today just because I'm, I'm so tired of watching this shit. F Facebook is, a, it, it's interesting, the different social media apps. You can almost tell which age group is using which. Uh, Instagram is kind of popular, I think, between, you know, mid-late 20s and, like, mid-late 30s. Um, and then, you know, TikTok is, like, younger. And then you've got um, Facebook is basically 65 plus, it seems like. <laughs> Mostly. And uh, what, what else? Uh, and then Telegram's got a whole different range of things. Facebook is the pretty much one-stop shop for everyone with opinions that think they know everything, but know actually very little of anything. And everyone's just fighting with everyone all the time, no matter what you what you post and what you say. I want to just, this is why I don't read the comments or, or bother engaging with, yeah, Boomer Book, Cam says. That's, that's basically it. That's basically it. And the same thing, and I'll, I'll have to go do this video eventually anyway, just to get it out. Just a, just a five-minute because nobody, most people don't like to sit here and listen to this for hours and hours. But for the, those of you that do, please spread this message of, Just get the libs out! 
We just have to get the libs out. If we get the libs out, then the libs will be out. We just have to get the libs out. You guys are fucking dumb as shit. You're dumb as bricks. These CPC supporting get the libs out. You're the problem. You are the problem. The reason the Conservative Party of Canada exists is so that we can't have an actual Conservative Party of Canada. It's the Liberal Party, the Communist Party, and the other Liberal Party with blue ties on. It's exactly the same. Every single policy, every single infrastructure uh, bill amendment everything they want to put in is exactly the same across the board with little to no meaningful difference it's like choosing which kind of peanut butter you want to put in your peanut butter and jam sandwich it's still a peanut butter and jam sandwich well that's craft peanut butter and that's skippy peanut butter so therefore nope it's the same fucking thing it's the same thing it's the same thing except the only difference is this version is going to be far less annoying than that one so instead of wanting to claw your own eyeballs out and you know stick a spoon inside your eardrum and just give yourself a you know self-imposed lobotomy to save yourself from the physical mental and spiritual psychological torture of what you're hearing coming from the current Prime just a voice alone is enough to drive a man insane. You're going to be replaced with that. You're going to get the same messaging, but it's going to come from someone far less irritating to listen to, at least for a little while. That's the only difference. Blue tie, red tie, orange tie, they're all ties. They're all ties. They're all tied on to the same empty suits that pander, bow down, and kiss the ring to giant pharmaceutical companies, corporate interests, and people like the Bronfman family. People like, uh, you know, the Saudi royals and their, and their oil money and, all the, and the Chinese and all the rest of it. It's going to make absolutely the Muslim Brotherhood. It makes no difference whatsoever. They're all the exact same. And they think that because getting rid of the annoying guy, that that's going to make things better somehow. So these people are really, what they really are, they're liberals that don't understand that they don't, their only reason is they're going this way is because they can't stand the current prime minister. That's it. That's the only reason. They don't know anything about politics. They don't know what the left-right spectrum even looks like. They don't know what uh, reactionary versus revolutionary means. They don't know what left-wing or socialism, what Marxism is. They don't know anything about right-wing politics. They think, uh, you know, Communists and fascists are the same thing. They're, they're, they're ignorant. They're very low information uh, voters. They shouldn't even be allowed to vote, to be honest. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. They're reminding their own business. Everything's getting worse because the government is terrible. They see, you know, Socks Man on TV saying very annoying things. Oh, that's the libtards. We've got to get the turd out. And they say these cutesy, stupid, dumbass, you know, little catchphrases. And they think they know what they're talking about. And then even worse, they succumb to, you know, conservative party messaging where they say things like, which is their only point, by the way, no conservatives will argue with the PPC platform at all anywhere because they can't because it's a far superior platform that is based entirely on common sense, hasn't changed in three years. They've got nothing to say. The only thing they say is, oh, you're going to split the what? You're spitting the what? Don't split the what? We've got to get the limbs out. (laughs) There's no vote to split. I would never vote for the conservatives. Neither would anyone that I know that supports the PPC. In fact, the PPC was founded, organized, and brought up by people that were disillusioned with the current political system. And they're not even all ex-conservatives. Some of them are ex-liberals. Some of them are ex-NDP. I met a woman on the weekend who was a liberal voter. Now she's with the PPC because it's common sense. But these boomers and these fools who keep perpetuating the problem and why we're stuck where we are is because just gotta get the libs out. You're you're worse. Those people are worse than the liberals. You're worse. At least the liberals are upfront and open about what they want to do. 
we basically want to destroy Canada. And Canadians want and Canadians expect $5 a liter for gasoline. They expect food shortages. How could this happen? Maybe not destroy uh, pipeline projects. Maybe not take our energy resources and our industries, sell them out, close them down, fire everybody, put on carbon taxes, drive them out of business, ship it all over to China, and then sit around with your dick in your hand go, I don't, why, is it, why is fuel so expensive? Why is there China? We could be an energy independent country. We could have so much fuel and refineries we could be paying next to nothing like the Russians are right now and still be a net exporter of oil to the rest of the world making piles and piles of money. We have more oil than Saudi Arabia. And yet, go to the go to the gas pump right now and let me know how you feel about that. Just get the libs out! Yeah, that's nice. And the carbon tax on top of that and the fuel price. And you know who signed on to that? The conservatives did. The conservatives did, okay? It made... <laughs> And these people would know that if they paid any attention at all for the last 20 years, but instead they were watching sports ball. They were watching sports ball and Marvel's Avengers movies and playing fucking video games and going, when's the next COD coming out, bro? I want to play Call of Duty, bro. Oh, let's get the Libs off. Oh, the Leafs and the Habs is on, boy. And these people think they know what they're talking about. At least have the humility and the decency to understand that what you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I try to say it with some authority because I have been paying attention for the better part of 10 years now. Not five minutes. Not since, you know, January. And then they're all, and they're also fighting. You've noticed this too. They're always fighting over, I've been doing this since then. It's like some kind of badge of honor that you've been ineffective and useless. Like that's not an accomplishment. The fact that you've been shit posting on Facebook about the government being shitty for 15 years is, does not impress me. I don't, I don't care. Well, I've been, I've known that forever. Cool, what have you done about it? Well, nothing really. Nothing really. That's nice. That's nice. You shared some memes. <laughs> good, f good for you, bro. So you're telling me that you've known this all this time and, and the amount of effort and energy you've put into it is, is relatively next to nothing. Congrats, that's, that's fantastic. That's excellent. Cam uh, says BC government is spending 800 million rebuilding the History Museum in Victoria with which, which with have, what? I'm having a tongue twister moment here. Rebuilding the History Museum of Victoria, which with have all its colonial influence removed because of reasons. Oh, yes, deconstructing colonialism, like the decolonizing police force and all this kind of... This is just code for, you know, white people bad is what it is. And by the way, Small PP is very, very much about white people bad. He is all about that, guys. Make no mistake about that. They've recently denounced uh, Pat King and all this kind of stuff and, you know, the, the theory of white replacement. It's a theory. Even though it's happening, even though the population of, of uh, you know, whitey and Europeans is, is plummeting for the first time in ever and is projected, we're projected to be a minority in these countries, in Canada, especially within the next 10 to 15 years, you're not allowed to talk about it if you're if you're a lefty that's celebrating it that's okay if you're someone else going this i don't know if i like this well now you're a racist and uh, guess which camp small pp fits into he's on the left side he's all about diversity is our strength and on and on and on and why would he be because he's a liberal <laughs> the only difference between him and them is at least he knows how money money works he knows how it works so well <sighs> he's all tied up in, in in the worst kinds of it now, I'm not allowed to say these, the names of some of these people. I'm just going to put this on screen for a minute. You see this guy? I'm not allowed to say his name because of bail conditions. But you see that one right there? It starts with a J. And then there's a B. JB. Last name kind of spelled like Bird. Former Minister of uh, Foreign Affairs. That's uh, Smorpipi's campaign manager. 
Hmm. Well, he's also, uh, he's also one of these. <laughs> but don't, don't worry, guys. There's no connections there at all. Just his right-hand man is a, is a World Economic Forum alumni. Just get the libs out! Just get the libs out! Just split that vet! Don't split that vet! Like to split some people's heads open like tomato cans. <laughs> right things are going. I need to drink this beer, but before I do, uh, I'm going to shift gears with you because it could be worse. I guess they could be worse. Maybe, some, maybe a lot of the conservative voters and stuff can be salvaged because if you go all the way crazy, then you end up, uh, you know, with a group of people and the queen. The queen of Canada and the group of people. She's got her own flags now. She's got her own symbolism. She's got numerous flags in some kind of strange language. It's probably some kind of First Nations language I don't understand. Oh, and there's a nice cue on the plant here, and there's a flag. And this is, this is Queen uh, Ramona Didulo. I can say because she's not an elected official. She's actually queen of the country. She's the queen. <laughs> you see? Except her followers are now facing mounting problems after being convinced that utilities are free. The queen and the of the group of people who appointed her as queen, the same group of people who failed to stop the election uh, shenanigans in the United States, 2,000 mules, you should check that out. It's, it's irrefutable proof there was all kinds of fuckery going on. But hey, don't expect the media to ever pick it up on it or anyone in this country any, because they're all, you know, part of the same monolithic control system. She told everybody that you don't have to pay water bills or power. You don't have to pay them anymore because she, the queen, made them free. Made them free, And tons of people believed it. She posted a series of royal decrees on Telegram. And wait, do you know how many people she has on Telegram? Like 70, 80,000. 70 or 80,000 followers on Telegram. So that's, that's great. Uh, claiming that bill payments are not necessary. Decree 24 stated that electricity became free in Canada while decree 23... Declared water bills were now illegal. Decree 79! This is a lot of decrees. Claimed that rent prices had reverted to rates from 1955. One of the followers pushed other believers to abide by the royal decrees after she stopped paying hydro, weather, natural gas, property taxes, line of credit, and my credit cards. Brilliant. Big brain move. Many others who have also since posted about no longer paying their bills, including many who are elderly and rely on fixed incomes, you know, the bravest, smartest generation ever, have now had their utilities shut down and are collecting thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars worth of bills. Dear the Queen, when will the service companies stop shutting off our services for non-payments? I just had my water supply shut off today in Stratford, Ontario. That's when you don't pay it. Um, she's not a queen. She's a crazy person. These QAnon people, man. Oh my God. I mean, I ran into this clown in Ottawa. A lot of people did, and... Um, Greg Wycliffe told her to go take her meds and everything. She had like some Imperial Guard following her around with the big flags on the on the sticks and they'd like lower them in guard position and she'd stand there behind them like trying to act like some kind of big shot. It was hilarious. And she's driving around in some RV from like 1996. It's all <laughs> What do you expect? Is there anything? Do you expect anything less? Because, you know, this is the same country that declared war on a meme. So, you know, why not? She uh, also recently convinced her followers that she's in contact with the President of the United States and receiving governmental orders. Okay, good. <laughs> Remember when she said uh, the Prime Minister was being held in Guantanamo Bay for trial and he's going to be executed and all this stuff? 
Yeah, and the, the President of the United States requested for her to act as the mediator. So she's mediating between the United States and, and Russia. She's got a lot on her plate, being queen, issuing 100 royal decrees, finding somehow some way to make all natural resources free, and she's mediating a major war. She addresses you today as the commander-in-chief. The group of... Oh, should we watch some of this? I'm going to... This will definitely want me to drink. This will drive me to drink. You guys ready for this? Kingdom of Canada, I address you today as your commander-in-chief and queen. To the Russian and American Room. people, I address you as the mediator between the United States and Russia pertaining to Ukraine crises. I have been requested by the Commander-in-Chief of the United States Armed <laughs> Forces to act as the mediator between Russia and the United States. Yes. I must inform the We the People of the Kingdom of Canada that as part of my negotiation with the Commander-in-Chief of the United States Armed Forces, I have requested that Queen Romana of the Kingdom of Canada <laughs> be provided an aircraft should it be a queendom bearing the flag of the kingdom of canada and with the call sign this is the craziest larp ever like she is all in this is this is like this is cult level stuff what happens when she orders people to be killed in the street i'm pretty I'm, I'm gonna guess that that's gonna come soon and someone's gonna go for it she had uh, she had people running around issuing um Cease and desist orders to government officials on on be on orders of the Queen of Canada and all this stuff, like going to going to you know, hunting down like uh, like teachers and government officials and so on and yeah oh yeah so let's see hopefully she doesn't unleash her armies Queen Romana, for short QR1 as we travel to Moscow or Saint Petersburg, Russia. In addition to that, I have requested military escort. <sighs> from the United States and Russia to ensure that the, we the people of the Kingdom of Canada are assured of the safety and protection of their Queen. Furthermore, I have requested that my 14 or 13 staff accompany <laughs> me to St. 14 or 13, I'm not sure exactly how many. <laughs> I'm queen of the universe and I'm mediating wars and I'm doing, I don't, how many people were, 14, 13, I don't know, whoever they are. Petersburg, Russia, or wherever I must travel to facilitate mediation between Russia and the United States. I will now lay down the concerns from both Russia and the United States. Oh, this should be good. From the United States, we have the concern. This is I am addressing as the mediator, directing it to Russia. These questions must be answered. Number one, the discovery of mass Fire grave away. in Ukraine. <laughs> Number two, the port of- What's the question? The question is the discovery of the mass grave. Yeah, that seems, oh my God. Odessa. The Russian military must remain east of the port of Odessa. What is this? Number three. The port of Odessa must remain under the control of we the people of Ukraine. We the people. 
Odessa is a city. It's anyway. For their economic prosperity. Yes, for their. I, I can't do it anymore, guys. Are we going to keep doing this? I can't. I am feeling kind of masochistic tonight, though. Number four, the exchange and facilitation of the release and exchange of doing prisoners pr of yeah, war between the two countries. Too. Man, she's talented. She's got a lot of skills. Queen Romana of the Kingdom of Canada. Of course, yes. Talk about yourself in the third person. Now I will present to you the Definitely concerns from Russia. Concerns directed to the United States. Number one, the weapons from the West delivered to Ukraine, thereby uh. provoking <laughs> World War Three, provocation of war. What happened here? Issue number two, the recognition. What was, that? what was that? Why was there just a random slide where it just... <laughs> oh my I have to say, my fake country is far... My you know what I'm going to do? The Kingdom of Canada under the leadership of Queen Ramona Didulo. I declare war on you, woman. Let it be known now. <laughs> This is outrageous. This is what we're going to take us to the next level. It's going to have me more. Oh. She thinks she's all this. We'll see about this. You listen to me, woman. As commander in chief of we the people of the Dagalon. Under the leadership and war guidance of Lord Philip and his transdimensional army of demonic telepathic animals, we will begin by launching preemptive attacks at exactly 1 a.m. Atlantic Standard Time on the installations and infrastructure of the Kingdom of Canada. There is a kill on site order for all of the 14 or 13 staff of the Queen and the Queen herself is to be captured by the Agalonian Special Forces which she will be brought back to stand trial of which, let, let's be honest, she's definitely guilty. And then thrown into the waterhole in newly acquired territory in Skylon. May the Dark Lord Philip bless all of our mighty soldiers, suicide birds, and water vessels of pontoons as they depart this evening at exactly 1 a.m. Atlantic Standard Time on their heroic and courageous mission to rid the world of this strange, strange, small lady with purple flags. <laughs> what fucking timeline is this? But that's it. That's it. That's that's official. That is official. I expect an anti-hate network. Uh, um, they they got to cover this. Dagalon's at war with the Kingdom of Canada now, guys. Are you ready? We don't have nuclear weapons in order today, so I expect a long, protracted drawn out battle but um i think our numbers they might have seventy thousand on telegram but what we lack in numbers we make up for in ruthless memeology 
We are fewer, but we are powerful. And they are many, but they are retarded. sense. If we take down four to every one of ours, we can beat them. And they generally seem to be consuming a lot of drugs. Or just, you know, completely out to lunch. Maybe she's going to recruit... Oh! And I almost forgot the most important part. We, the first target, the first person we got to take down is their field marshal, General Zog. That's the first one we got to take down. Fisher of Men says, I met BGB last week. Great guy. In spite of his rampant white supremacist tendencies, hope to meet more of you next month when the Toppinator storms Ottawa. More on that in a moment. BGB, there he is. He says, Toronto Conservatives would be like, I'm voting NDP strategically to get the libs out. Yeah. The way to vote out communists is to vote in other communists. It works. Camus Key says, Queen One Jacket. She does. She and her And the one hat and everything. Man, what a fucking maniac. Isertosa Second says, what speech? That speech gave me a war chubby. Time to get myself a combat concubine as a war trophy on behalf of Dagon. Well, I don't know if you're going to want to do that. Having seen some of the women in, in the Kingdom of Canada. How desperate are you? Death to the Kingdom of Canada. There can be only one. There's only room in this country for one meme country. And right now, Dag listen, lady. Canada, the actual country, or meme, we're not sure. The Canada declared war on Daglon. It didn't declare war on the Kingdom of Canada and Queen Ramona Dedulo, okay? I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but uh, it's on. You're not getting away with this. How dare you? How dare you try and step on her toes like this? You're just jealous. You're just jealous. I can get an RV from 1996. It doesn't work, too. You know what? And I can, you know... I got... Oh, we got Greg Arcade. Do you, even, do you even have a single musician? We got, like, four. You don't even know how many people work for you. <laughs> Savexamize so just bought a new drum kit today. He says, just had to share. Do me a favor. Talk loudly. <laughs> I Sir Toast the Second says, I'm very desperate. I believe that. It is warm as hell in here. Um, yes, Broken Pipe, you did hear that. We are at war with Queen, Queen Ramona. Uh, merciless, we are taking no prisoners. Um, not for any moral or ethical reasons, just because we don't have the infrastructure to support them. Uh, we don't have any camps, prisons, hospitals. Uh, we can't afford to feed them. There's a food you know, crisis and the fuel. We're broke, essentially. Daglon is very... Uh, we, we don't have a lot of money, so we're just going to... What, what do you, what do you, I planned this. What do you think we acquired the, the water hole for? The ocean hole, right? It's a lake, technically. Don't tell them that in Skyline. They think it's the ocean. That's what it's for. That's where to, we throw the, the, the POWs. I'm going to sweat. I got to take the sweater off. This is horrible. Oh, Goat Battalion 143. We've got it all. It would be raging dildos if the meme countries were. We're not going to. We're not going to merge. We're going to conquer and pillage and take everything of value, which I suspect is virtually nothing. We could use some of those flags, maybe for you know fire starting kits to the, the most uh, accomplished conquerors. But outside of that, I, I don't anticipate a lot of uh, 
want to help with much. What else is going on? Oh yeah, food shortage, all this. I I gotta get rid of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna die of sweat. I think it's gonna happen. Um, yeah. Twitter deal still happening? Does anyone know? Uh, maybe not, because it turns out um, it could be the ma- the amount of bots on Twitter are, is so unknown that it it's so much that it may actually nix the deal. And um, uh, Musk is, is thinking about backing out of it. Musk seems to suggest it was unless he can buy the company for a lower price in light of Botgate, which erupted over the weekend. Um, Musk said that a viable deal for Twitter is not out of the question, but at a lower price. He also challenged the truth and accuracy of Twitter's public filings, really. They claim maybe 5% of the accounts are bots. Maybe 25%, maybe 40%. No one really knows. So... If he backs out of the, it, Twitter will tank. If, if it comes to light that it's like, yeah, it's, it's actually, because they're going to have to reveal this if they want this to go through and uh, they're not going to be able to or they're not going to provide it or, you know, the speculation is out there now and it probably very very likely is 25 to 45% bots. The thing is, Twitter is the, the number one um, propaganda flagship of, of, the, uh, of the machine. That's where people go to, to, you know, it's the most uh, used social media app and it's uh, got manipulated opinions and everything is being uh, manufactured and, and guided and steered and coached in a certain way. And it's done by these bots and bot engagement and, and fake engagement and fake narratives and fake uh, consensus. You know, all the screenshots and stuff we've used over the years and over the streams where it's like 50 accounts saying exactly the same thing and they seem like they're real people, but they're not. They're bots and it could be as much as half of the platform. <laughs> it's over. It's going to be over for that whole platform. So, you know, consolation prize, um, it's just going to go into the toilet. Uh, but Musk will, you know, if, if he does get a hold of it, he's going to have all that data to mine for his AI uh, research, which is kind of scary. Uh, yeah, he's replying to this. Uh, how do advertisers know what they're getting for their money? This is fundamental to the financial health of Twitter. And that, that's why it will, will explode and, and implode, really. If it turns out, it, it, even, a, even 5% of their... Um, Users being bots is a, is a substantial um, hit to their valuation. That's a lot of users that all of a sudden are not getting... You can't sell things to bots, so advertisers are going to you know have to renegotiate their deal. Maybe they'll be sued for fraud. I don't know, but it t- just potentially could sink the entire company, which is uh, pretty funny to me. <laughs> I don't mind at all. Camus Key says, Skylon, Spatulon, Scubalon have pledged support in our war against the Queen. That's good. I know we have an alliance. I expect a quick war. I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. The sheer amount of copium that GTLO crowd has to take to internally justify their position is... <laughs> get the libs out crowd. The GTLO crowd has to take to justify their position is staggering. Because they want an easy answer. I can't do this anymore. I'm going to... This is insane. I'm sweating. Oh my God. What is, ha- what is going on in here? Morgan! Turn the heat up. I think she's trying to smoke me out. I know what this is. You can't stop me. I'm not my first row to do. Oh, no. <sighs> Shit. Shit. All right. There. All right. Whew. Anyway, where was, where was I? I don't remember. I don't remember where I was. Right. So they want the easy way out. It's easier to just think that you can get the libs out and just get rid of that guy. Get rid of that guy and everything's going to be fine. It's easy. Because the, the reality is it's, it's much more difficult than that. The fact that the, you know, and they have to admit that they're wrong. They have to admit that supporting the conservative party has actually been the wrong thing to do this entire time. And that they're not your friend. And they've been working against the greater interests of the country, you and yours, and our future for quite some time. So that's no good. And they don't want to admit that. And, then they, and they don't want to admit that they were wrong about everything else. That maybe the PPC is the only viable option. 
<laughs> but they can't win, so I'm not going to. Typical. Typical Canadian bitch attitude from a bitch country. They can't win, so I'm going to. Oh, it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard work, and you'd actually have to do something, so don't try. That's the lesson in Canada, right, guys? If you can't have it handed to you on a plate, if you can't just click a button and have it delivered to you by Amazon Prime right to your fucking fat ass on your couch, don't try. It's too hard. Don't bother. Pathetic. And that's why they'll win. And, and, and I also want to point out, too, that there's not going to be an election for like two or three years, at least, right? Because they've got this super majority now. They've got this little alliance. They're going to pass all the legislation they want, you know, and it's going to be them that has to call an election. And they're not going to. They're not going to call an election. for. So what, what's the point of this? This is just a fundraising campaign for Smart PP and all the rest of them. They didn't let a bunch of other guys even run in the fucking leadership convention despite coming up with the money, 350... You have to come up with nearly a half a million dollars just to run for the leadership of the Conservative Party. And number, a number of other people did submit leadership bids. They came up with the money. They did all the... But you know what? They said, oh, you know, actually, technically... And they, they just didn't want them to run because they're not approved candidates and they don't want to uh, screw with their system. Why, why don't you... Why, where was Smart PP last time? Why, did he, why didn't he run last time? He, he stepped away. He had to step out of the room. Why? Because it's fucking corrupt. You run when they tell you to run. And you run when you're chosen. They, they select the, the, the options for you. So it doesn't matter who you choose. You lose anyway. They, they, they think everything's corrupt. Like, yeah, it's corrupt. You think CBC's corrupt? Yeah. You think it's the media's corrupt? Yeah. Then maybe you should ask questions when they turn around and just do nothing but shit on Bernie and the PPC the whole time. Don't even let them at the debates. And then they list them on TV under other for, uh, for a political party. You don't notice that? So you're, you, as long as the, the, the TV man is siding with what you want to be true, you're all about it. But when, you know, it's getting the libs out. If it's certain what the libs were doing, then you're against it. The NPC zombie morons on the right are every bit as dumb and lazy and um, tribalistically flag wave, you know, blind to what their side is doing as the other. It's the exact same. You got left-wing idiots, you got right-wing idiots. Except uh, the, the people that are conservatives, they're not even right-wing. They're, they're just liberals that don't... They just, they're just liberals that don't like the prime minister. That's it. And they, uh, you know... Just vote that way because that's what they've always done, and that's what their dad, that's what my daddy did, and that's what my daddy before him did. They they play you like fiddle, especially out in Western Canada. They play you like a fucking fiddle. They tell you what you want to hear, right? How is the premier of Alberta? How do, how does he have a job? How in the fuck is he even in there? Let's tell you. I'm going to tell you a story about Alberta because once upon a time it was just get the NDP out. We just gotta get the NDP out. Because they voted the NDP in, who promptly destroyed the economy very quickly because they're idiots and don't know what they're doing. So to fix that problem, they just get the NDP out. And they voted for these idiots. They voted for these liars and these snakes that told them what they wanted to hear. And they know what you want to hear. They know what you're gonna, what you want to have said to you. And they get them in there, and you know what happens? Oh, they're also liberals. And it turns out they just lie to get in there and then do the same shit that it was always going to happen anyway. They're just less annoying about it. That's, that's pretty much it. Uh, Blue Taco says, It's CSIS making the room so hot. They could be. They were desperate for Rage to take off a shirt for free because they don't have an OnlyDags account. It's, fr- it's free. It, well, no, I shouldn't even say. <laughs> I'm going to have to go. I am broke. I'm going to have to go there. I can't afford to do this for so long. I'm going to have to... <laughs> 
Packing it in soon. I felt more comfortable and able to uh, related to a room full of strangers at the V4F dinner in Burlington than I did in a room full of friends watching the Toronto sports balls lose. Cheers, Dags. Thanks, man. I'm glad you had a good time. It was a, it was a good evening. Did I meet you there? I'm not sure. I met a lot of people there. Speaking of sports ball, I mean, as, as long as... You know what I say? The, the more things change, the more retarded they, you know, they stay because things are always, always going to be retarded and the more things get crazier and crazier, the more it just highlights the fact that everything is, is retarded. But not everything changes. Even as crazy as the world has become, as crazy and, and as depressing and frightening and uncertain as everything has, has, has become and is becoming, you can always rely on the never-ending timeless fact, at least since I was in high school, that the Toronto Maple Leafs cannot win in the playoffs. That is an absolute unassailable fact that will not change as sure as the sun and the moon are the celestial bodies that govern the day and night and the tides of the earth. Maple Leafs will lose in the first round. Always. It doesn't matter if they win more games than they ever have in the regular season. It doesn't matter that they've got guys that score 60 goals on the team. They will lose in the first round in game seven, as they've been doing since I was in high school. They haven't gone past the first round since I was in high school. I'm 36 years old. So you can at least hang on to that. So that hasn't changed. I was getting a little bit worried. I thought hell may have frozen over. I was like, you know what? I bet they're watching them go real deep. Watch them win the Stanley Cup this year because everything's gone completely flipped up and upside down. The world doesn't make any sense. Maybe it does. Maybe we can still hang on. Maybe the world can still make sense. The old world, the, the Leafs always lost, and in the new world, they still do. So maybe that's something we can we can build upon. Uh, Muslim bigot, how you doing, brother? He says we can use uh, Ramona Dudulo's flags to wipe our ass with. Someone needs to link her porno tape that was getting passed around Telegram. Oh my god, that's not real, is it? I heard about that. Someone was talking about that. I hope that's not real. Jesus Christ. No, no. Somebody's like, CRJ and Cam are looking for it right now. I really don't want to know. I hope it isn't. Huxley tried to warn us on Rumble. Thank you very much, man. He says, I'm not a drinker, but if I were, I'd be having a swig out of every time you said, just get the limbs out. I, why do you think we have to do it? Oh, and this is how they pander. I don't even know how to describe this. So now they're talking. Bill C5 has been criticized for allowing violent criminals to avoid mandatory jail time. Uh, so for in, um, they want to lower indigenous incarceration rate because. Okay. Liberals, socialists, Marxists, leftists, neo-communists, whatever the word you want to use, um, they're so fixated on, on calling everyone else racist because it's projection, because they themselves are actually the most racist and disgusting people in the world. And I'll explain why. Because everything that they do and everything that they talk about, even the way they think, the way they communicate, is everything is through a racial lens. Absolutely everything that happens is examined through the lens of race. Everything. Absolutely everything. So when they see, this is all the people we have in jail. They say, well, it's disproportionately. The, the, these racial, they don't look at the crime. They don't look at what's actually taking place. Oh, you stabbed somebody 19 times. Big deal. They're indigenous. And this is because of colonization and white people. No, you're in jail because you stabbed someone 18 times. That's why you're in jail. Okay. And if you were about, uh, you know, justice and law and order and justice being blind and, and not being, ra not being racist means you don't recognize or see, you know, 
I'm looking at you as an individual. Is that not the way we all want to be treated? I think anyone with a fucking brain in their head could come to the common sense conclusion that despite your background, your ethnicity, your religion, your upbringing, no matter what you do, it's, it's how you conduct yourself is what matters. What you do with your time, how you behave, what you do in society. Everyone is treated equally and, and judged and treated fairly and justly across the spectrum, regardless of any, any kind of outward physical appearance or ethnicity, etc. right? That's how it should be if you're not racist. But the liberals don't and, the, and they don't want to do that they want to adjust it depending upon those factors because they themselves are incredibly racist because they view everything through a racial lens and it, worse than that they're going to actually hurt people to try and fulfill this crazy fantasy world where everything has to be the same everything the same they see the fbi crime stats and they have a fucking uh, nuclear meltdown so their plan is to make it more fair. We're just going to not put people in prison because they're the wrong race. They're the race that we don't want to be in prison because of equality. So despite what they've done, violent crime, rape, murder, aggravated assault, doesn't matter. We're going to remove the mandatory minimum jail sentence for that for them based upon their racial ethnicity, based upon their identity, because that makes sense somehow. Right? Why not? No. It's hard to deal with. And I don't know what's worse. This this could be worse. This is also just as bad. Now in Canada... The Supreme Court or Superior Court, whatever it's called, the High Court, the highest court of the land has ruled that extreme intoxication is a valid defense in murders and sex assaults. So you can rape and murder someone or one or the other or both and just say you are, you are too drunk out of your goddamn mind. And that's now a valid defense. That's, that's not going to be taken advantage of at all, guys. No way. Nope. No one is ever going to take advantage of this ridiculous, ridiculous, um, uh, you know, situation supreme court of canada ruled defendants can use self-induced extreme intoxication in their defense in circumstances of murder and sexual assault hmm on friday the court said its decision to strike down a federal law that prohibited the defense passed on parliament in 1985 was unconstitutional and violates canada's charter of rights oh now you care about people's rights the supreme court cares about the canadian charter of rights all of a sudden so much so that uh you can be just shit-faced out of your mind and on drugs and whatever you can rape and you can murder and go i'm sorry i was just shit-faced it's not really my fault all right fair enough acquitted (laughs) oh oh man the ruling part pertained to a jointly heard case involving two accused thomas chan and david sullivan wasn't chan or was it was that the guy that cut the guy's head off on the greyhound bus or was that somebody else Anyway, both fell into a psychotic episode after consuming a heavy amount of drugs. During their psychotic episode, they injured and, in Mr. Chan's case, killed members of their family. Uh, According to the court.ca, it was expected the ruling would have significant effect on the status of intoxication defense in Canadian criminal law for offenses such as murder and assault. Why not? Meanwhile, in other law and order developments in this country, because we're oh so just doing great with that, the uh, Porta Pica inquiry continues. It's not really inquiry; it's more of a cover-up operation. It's also come to light that the um, 
The officers, the, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, who have just done an absolutely outstanding job in the past, in the last few years of defending, um, you know, the people of this country from, from harm and, and keeping the law and everything like that. It turns out they privately warned, because they couldn't be bothered. They couldn't be bothered to warn the people of, the, of Nova Scotia that there was a maniac on the, you know, it's hard. You would have had to, like, you would have had to call the premier. You would have had to, like ask for an emergency alert and it's like i gotta text a guy i'd have to get up my phone's all the way over there you know what i mean it's too much work but what they did do was they warned their loved ones so they did know and they were aware of the situation so much the fact that they would warn their own uh, family and friends but didn't warn the broader public because why would you it's only your job you're only getting paid 140 dollars a year This woman, McCullough, Sandra, is that what her name was? Got a text message from a friend at 11.25 in the evening telling me of the direction to stay inside and lock doors and that there was an active shooter in the area. She received a call from a friend of hers who had family who are RCMP members and they conveyed private alert to their loved ones. And she says, so that's how I learned of the mass casualty event. Not through Twitter, not through Facebook, not through Alert Ready, but because I was lucky to have a friend who had a member of the RCMP as a family member who was alerting their loved ones. Oh, good. Just doing my job. Just doing my job. Just doing my job. You guys should all be in fucking prison for negligence. So you know, now you can't even lie. You know, it, you, you knew, you're aware, and you're, the extent of your proactive attempts to warn and keep the public safe, for which I've just pointed out, you're paid an extraordinarily high sum of money to do, was... Text a couple of your pals and then go to bed in some cases or just not pursue the shooter in others because that was really scary. That was really scary. What in the flippin' fuck is the actual state of police in this country? It's getting to the point now where it all needs to be burned down. The RCMP need to be out of Nova Scotia entirely. Just gone. Just gone. And I would argue across the entire country. It's a corrupt institution with a checkered history at best. You know, murdering Polish immigrants in the airport, uh, you know, beating people with guns, trampling them with horses, uh, you know, blatantly dropping the ball on mass murders, covering it up, the Picton pig farm, the High River Alberta controversy, not investigating the prime minister's office for obvious, you know, accounts of corruption and obstruction of justice because they asked you to do so, and on and on and on. Oh, and then there was the time you spent your officers' uh, resources and time investigating a meme country at the behest of scared people in the government because they read something on the internet how much more does this need to go how, how much further does this need how much further do we got to go down this road before Th- that's just it you're just you're fucking all fired you're all fucking fired every single one of you because you share responsibility you sat there and you did nothing you did fucking nothing you know i talked to some of these mounties that were forced out of their jobs or they quit voluntarily because of the mandates you know what you know what they all said? Nobody had my back. Nobody called and said, what can I do? I'm sorry about this, brother. Nope. Radio silence. Fuck you. Just doing my job. What's the thing? What did one of them call me? The three Ps. Pension, promotions, and paycheck. That's the only thing, the, that's the only thing these people care about. Especially in the RCMP. Promote the three Ps. Paycheck, pension, promotion. That's it. Unless it affects one of those three things, they don't give a flying fuck. So much so is when their own their own people that they're supposed to rely on each other to survive and do this dangerous job, they can be forced out due to their own health choices 
their own personal choices over the sovereignty of their own body and they just look the other way and say just doing my job that you fucking people make me absolutely sick and now you're the political not even just the rcmp now you've got political cops all over the country because you forced out anybody with a backbone and you all sat there. You've got the RCMP commissioner. You've got Miss Piggy up there who looks like a, you know, scared, you know, 15-year-old in the principal's office who got caught, you know, eating cupcakes during the exam. Oh, I don't, um, I don't know. Uh, uh, you'll have to ask somebody else. I don't really know what's going on. I'm just a polit- I'm a diversity hire, to be honest with you. Nobody around her, nobody in that instant, nobody stepped up to the plate and said, this is fucked. This is absolutely fucked, and I, have, for one, am not going to let you take this institution down this path of dishonor and corruption. Nope! Not a fucking none of you did! None of you said anything. Some of them quietly quit and left. Kudos to them. The rest of you, you showed up and you took your fucking paycheck while the institution, the government, and your own fucking organization trampled all over its own people so you can protect your pension and your paycheck and your promotions. Fuck every single one of you. I don't give a shit what your fucking excuse is. And then somebody else argues, well, shouldn't some of the good cops stay in because then we won't? No, they shouldn't. They should all quit, and then we'll know who the good cops are. You know who the good cops are? The ones that quit. The ones that aren't wearing uniforms anymore. Because they've already took a side. They took their side. They they chose me, my pension, my paycheck, and my promotions over all of you people. I've demonstrated and I've proven that my three Ps are more important than doing what's right, doing what's what's just, and doing what's what's good in the name of fucking humanity. You bent over and you took it up the ass, the the big Pfizer pill. You took it and you sat there and you watched them do it and you watched them extort the entire Canadian public across every industry, every sector, every, everywhere. Kids now. Have you seen this story? The, the Veterans for Freedom and, you know, fucking round of applause for those guys. A bunch of air cadets, kids, were going to be taken on a, you know, whatever it was, a field trip or something. They're going to go fly up in, in a plane, right? And when they got there, you know what happened? You know what, they, what the, the brave, the brave, heroic, courageous uh, institutions of our country did? Well, they segregated the kids based on vaccination status because so now the kids know who's vaccinated and who's not. They even marked their hands. They put little marks on their hands to show that they were unvaccinated. Made them wait and made them go outside and on the other side of a chain link fence watched their, their compatriots, the other kids in the, uh, in the air, uh, air cadet squadron, get on the plane and have a nice time. They didn't get to go because they were unvaccinated. That's the kind of shit that you fucking enabled as peace officers. I swear to protect it. Fuck you. You know, just doing my job. Oh, didn't you? Now we've got kids being segregated and humiliated and made to feel like pieces of shit in this country directly as a result of your inability to stand up and do your fucking actual job. And you don't have the courage to do it. You can't even chase down active shooters on the loose. You don't have the balls to do that. And then you're going to accept a 27% pay raise and back pay. And the, I, I, I just... The, the depths of contempt that I have for you guys is, is absolutely bottomless. I went from, in the span of two years, I went from, most cops were pretty good guys, and you got some shitty ones. And then it's like, well, maybe it seems to be 50-50. Now it's, maybe there's a few good ones left, and for the most part, you're absolutely, astonishingly, you know, blinding pieces of human garbage, really. Pretty much all of you. 
and and maybe even directly complicit and responsible for the for for where we find this country today because so many of you refused to do the right thing and you and you stood to, and you you chose to protect your pension your paycheck and your promotions that's all you care about and now we've got children being segregated and humiliated children's you know suicide attempts are up 400% so on and so forth you could have had an impact you could have done something you could have unionized you could have gotten together and you could have said no no if you're going to fire some of us you're going to fire us all we're not going to stand for this because if you can do this to us the police force what chance do you know the teachers and unions have what about the nurses the doctors everybody else kids they don't have anything because you're the first and only defense and you fucking went right with it. You signed right up. You said, give me the needle, daddy. I can't wait. Some of them held on a little while and then they caved in. You know, they'd be like, I'm never going to get that. And then you fucking did anyway, because you know what? You were full of shit. You were always full of shit because you're a weak person. And that's why you have that job. Because if that job attracted and required the strength of character from strong people, it would be filled with strong people. And it's not. It's filled with weaklings that enable a country to segregate and humiliate our own fucking children. And that's because of you. Congratulations. Meanwhile, in Peterborough, what happened in Peterborough? Have you seen what they did in Peterborough? Oh my God, the leader of the NDP barely escaped with his life in Peterborough. <sighs> what a state of affairs. What a state of affairs when you can be a politician in this country. Enable, and what, what did Joe Rogan say? An out of, a, a creepy fucking dictator. An out of control tyrannical regime. You can enable support and be part of that, and then encounter an angry mob in the street who just yelled at you. All they did was yell at you. You didn't even have a security team. Someone could have just knifed him right in the neck. That would have been it right there. Somebody could have punched him. Anything could have happened. They, they yelled at me, and they act, what did I say earlier? This is the Canadian equivalent of Pearl Harbor, right? And, and now the police are investigating those individuals that yelled at an elected official you're not even allowed to express you know justified in my opinion outrage at the very people who make the decisions that cripple your lives ruin your businesses drive your children to attempt suicide segregate them from their peers and their classmates ruin your businesses who's who should they yell at? they shouldn't yell at anyone they should do absolutely nothing and i guarantee fucking tea all these people with the crocodile tears and pretend if those were conservative politicians they pretend to hate or lo god help you if it was maxine bernier and there was a bunch of people out there yelling and screaming they would have written a totally different story because you're hypocrites and you're monsters and you deserve nothing but the absolute worst fate imaginable you're you're fucking you're disgusting people really 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 disgusting and, and not, not worthy of uh, saving or helping or having anything to do with really you're going to pretend you're all about uh, tolerance and equality and safety and honesty and oh don't forget transparency this is the most transparent government's ever going to be remember but then God help you there's an angry you know mob of 20 people outside a building that yell at you that yell at somebody let's get the police after them Listen to this clip. Is this from the uh, the chief himself? Let's see. Your actions and belief systems are reprehensible and So this is the acting chief of the Peterborough Police Service addressing the people that were yelling at a politician. Your actions and belief systems are reprehensible, unconscionable, and in some cases criminal. I'll hold this back a second. 
Your actions and belief systems are- Your belief systems. So it, it appears that the acting chief, <laughs> old Tim of the Peterborough Police Service, feels as though it's his responsibility to comment on and intimidate you because of your belief systems. Do you understand what's happening? The police are literally now the thought police. Are reprehensible. You're reprehensible. Your belief systems are reprehensible. And that's the police businesses. Why? Well, who knows? Conscionable, and in some cases... Unconscionable. Criminal. And it's criminal. Your actions, your belief systems are in criminal in some cases. Now, this is from a lawyer who actually uh, you know, tweeted this out, David Amber. I have three questions for you about this public statement by, by the chief. Since when do police enforce reprehensibility, conscionability of behavior and belief systems? Number two, what was illegal exactly? And number three, who told you to make this scripted statement? Well, we know who made the scripted statement. We know who wrote that down. Those are his political masters because he's the political Stasi because that's what the police in this country are. You've been kowtowed, browbeaten and whipped into obedience, didn't you? You got your needles, you did what you were told, you watched your own brothers and sisters get trampled on, charged, arrested in some cases, and thrown out of the force, but it's okay, because pensions, paycheck, promotion, I got mine, I'm doing okay, just doing my job, and now you're going to harass and intimidate and threaten and investigate private citizens for expressing outrage at a publicly elected official. If you don't like it, you can quit. You can quit whenever the fuck you want. Stop acting like you didn't do anything wrong. I, I, I can't believe it. I didn't do anything to deserve this. Oh, you didn't? How much time do you got? Only in Canada can you get away with this kind of shit. And that's the worst that's ever going to happen. That's the worst that's ever going to happen. Nobody, you know what? You can sell the country out and just destroy things left and right. Lie to people on TV. Just gaslight and lie. And, you know, like I said... And they, they'll never comment on the things that I say. They just try to take out of context things that I say. And nor the, that's why they'll never debate me. None of these anti-hate fucks. None of these cowards. None of you fucking pathetic, empty pant having losers. Whatever have the fucking balls to openly discuss any of these things. Because you would fucking lose. You rely on the monopolization of the media and the messaging to just try and browbeat people into believing what you want. Because you don't have an intellectual leg to stand on. You have the intellect of a fucking potato. He didn't even have the he didn't even have the courage or the level of decency or the respect for the people of this country to acknowledge that people are screaming in his face. You know, a normal person with with a soul would go, "Whoa, what's going on? What's the problem? I must have fucked up something somewhere." He smiles and waves and he's like everything's fine. Oh, hello. Yeah, yes. Yes. He doesn't even give you the time of day. He won't even acknowledge that your, your very obvious pain and frustration and outrage. You're not even worth acknowledging. You don't even fucking exist to him. <laughs> then he's going to go and turn around and send the police after you. That's how pathetic they are. And then they have their, their clowns in the media to cover up for them and hide for them. And write these hit pieces like you're a bunch of terrorists just for expressing yourself. So let me. So let's just recap here. You're not allowed to protest. You're not allowed to yell at politicians. You're not allowed to gather in groups. You're not allowed to crowdfund uh, unapproved, uh, you know, events, groups, uh, lobby groups. Um, you're not. You're just not. If you're not. If you're not figured it out, you're just not allowed. You're just not allowed. If you don't like the government, you're an alt-right, neo-Nazi, white supremacist terrorist. Period. The end. That's, that's where we're going. You're either pro-government 
or you're not. And if you're not, you're a criminal and you have to be dealt with. They're rapidly increasing the rhetoric and the act. It's not even just rhetoric. You can't even make jokes anymore. You can't donate. People have don't. You know how many of these posts I've seen lately? Lately, people are having their bank accounts terminated for sending fifty dollars to the trucker convoy. Fifty dollars bank account terminated. Good luck getting another bank account, by the way. Not frozen. Not penalized. Not pay a fine. Terminated. Your mortgage. Your car loans. Your line of credit. It's all. It's over. It's all terminated. It's all gone. Why? Because you sent a paltry $20 or $50 to a fucking, uh, you know, a peaceful protest. People are losing their jobs and being, and now they're just threatening people for yelling at them in the street. They themselves have created the situation for, for all of this outrage and then shockingly, and then go, oh my God, these people are outraged. Instead of going, what have we done wrong since you're the one steering the shit? What did somebody, I see someone describe this as. It's like being on a boat that's headed directly at, a, at an iceberg and everyone on the boat is screaming and the people holding the steering wheel are, are chastising the people screaming on the boat. Motherfucker, you're the one doing this. If you don't like it, leave and quit. Jump the fuck off the boat. Get the fuck out. Let somebody else do it then if you don't like being ch- Rather than, you know what? These people need to be dealt with. Do you know how that ends? Like, I'm just telling you what's going to happen. As a person with a brain that works, as someone whose calculator still says 2 plus 2 is 4 up here in my head, it doesn't go 2 plus 2 equals woke, LGBTQIIIPPP, stand with Ukraine current thing, get vaccinated. That's not what my brain says. 2 plus 2 is 4. When you act this way and you ignore these things, you ignore the frustrations and the outrage and the pain and the suffering of millions of fucking people, and then rather than acknowledge or even entertain or open a dialogue with them, you're going to punish them, suppress them, debank them, imprison them. Uh, it's, it's a matter of time until, the, until they just start killing people. It's going to start happening all over the place. Like I said, you can't manage this. We're just going to manage the outrage. It's a fringe minority of a couple. No, it's not. It's a fuckload of people that you're patronizing and condescending to as their lives are literally ruined around them. Never mind the the adverse effects from the vaccines, which you refuse to acknowledge. Though those don't exist either. Record amounts of stillbirths, babies dying in the first year of life, first few months of life. I wonder what's going on with that. We've got teenagers dropping dead playing hockey games all over the place. Not happening. La, 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 la. They're incapable of acknowledging that they did anything wrong. What do you think is going to happen? You just want them to go away. You want to do whatever you want. And everyone has to just shut up and, and enjoy it. That's not how real life works. That's not how a fucking democracy works. That's not how an open free society works. It works by communication and a back and forth and finding compromises. And instead of doing that, you've decided this whole portion of our society is just bad and wrong and needs to shut the fuck up and do whatever you want. That's a dictatorship, motherfucker. That is tyrannic. That is authoritarianism. That's the definition of it. You're going to dictate to these people how things are to be and how they are to behave or else. So then they're going to have nothing to lose. They know that their lives are going to be destroyed. They can't live this way. They can't, le- they can't even leave. Well, why don't you just leave the country then? They're not allowed to. They're not vaccinated. They're not permitted to leave the country. Let's just push them into a corner, give them no options and no way out, take everything from them, stress them out and freak them out and fuck with them. And then when they so much as raise a finger or God help them raise their voice, we'll throw them in jail. 
And then when their family members complain, we'll throw them in jail too. And then when their neighbors complain, we'll throw them in jail. Fuck it, we'll throw everybody in jail. Man, this is starting to sound like, you know what? You're going to need more jails. You're going to need like some kind of system, some kind of system, maybe like a railway system that has camps every so many kilometers that you can just keep stuffing people into and just making them go away. What should we call it? Maybe like a, something that rhymes with gulag, but not that, you know, something like that. NYC bit uh, says, speaking of law enforcement, crime stats, malicious intent of institutions, have you heard that the FBI is going to stop aggregating nationwide crime stats this year? No, I haven't, but it doesn't surprise me. Very convenient. Sure, they have some reason. With these days, I care very little for reasons. I care much more about end results. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care anymore. Like, I don't want to live like this. Very few people do. Um, I have pretty much next to no hope for the future. Um, everything's going to continually get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse for, de- for decades. We're financially broke. We're morally broke. We're ethically broke. Our military's in shambles. Our police force is incredibly corrupt. The government's entirely corrupt. The education system is deeply flawed uh, and, and broken. It's teaching, you know, anal sex and el- shit to five-year-olds and six-year-olds. It's uh, math is, you know, common core nonsense now. There's no doctors. We fired all the healthcare staff and now we're hiring foreigners to fill the healthcare gaps because we fired all the people that were unvaccinated, but we're going to bring in unvaccinated foreign workers to fill the whole. It's, you know, and when you, you see all that, you go, okay, so everything's just going to get much worse for, for the foreseeable future, probably for the rest of my lifetime. I, I don't, I don't really give a shit anymore. You know what I mean? Well, we'll just, we'll just put all you guys in jail and we'll, we'll kill people. I don't care. Good, good. You're going to, like, I understand because I've been exposed to, to death and, and radical violence from a young age. Since I was 19, 20 years old. There's still people dying in my life from that time because of things that happened when we were that young. Still to this day. And, and not so much, it's definitely been helped along by the poor and, and you know, ridiculous decisions by you motherfuckers, by the way. Like, I'm fully aware that's how it is. I, I understand. Like, you, you guys think you're going to live forever, don't you? Like, you're going to be dead soon. I'm old, the oldest guy that died on my deployment. I've outlived him by four years already. Already. I'm doing good. I've already won. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't give a shit. And lots of other people don't either. And you're just going to shove them right off a cliff to where they don't give a fuck anymore. So when you have that level of uh, don't care... In this many people, in an environment where you're paying two fucking dollars a liter for gasoline, it's going to be what, going up another ten cents tonight. It'll be three dollars by Christmas time, if not before that. Food shortages are coming next year because we haven't even shipped fertilizer. We're not even shipping fertilizer for next year's planting season because there's not going to be a planting season next year because there's not going to be food next year because climate change and sustainable development, the sustainable development compact that they signed with the UN, that the CPC signed, just get the libs out, sorry, they signed all of the same shit, and apparently the World Health Organization is going to dictate how our healthcare system works here in just eight or nine days. (laughs) So, you're going to have at least a million people in this country that are going to become the joker at, uh, you know, so much as stubbing and breaking a finger or a toe at this point. And oh, and CSIS is going to manage it. They're going to send their eight foot tall lesbians with their ankle weights and their dumpster asses to manage it. You're going to manage uh, a fucking million people just losing their shit and don't care if they live or die from day to day. Hour. I, I, you know, I don't care. I really don't. It's going to go the way it's going to go. I'm just trying to enjoy my time and wait for it to end. 
You've you've stolen and robbed the future of everyone except you know yourselves. And a lot of these people think it's not going to affect them, and it will. And by the time you figure it out, it's too late. I was watching Jordan Peterson talk about this, and he's absolutely right. He's like, they're like, do you think the do you think the economy is broken? When when something like that breaks, it it doesn't happen overnight. This isn't going to happen. I've been screaming about this for years now. The, the fuel crisis that we're having right now is like, it's coming. It's going to be, how many times I say this is going to be $2 gas. It's going to be three. And here we fucking are. And no, it's not because of anything that I've been saying for years. It's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence that all the evidence and things that I've been showing you and explaining to you why this is going to happen. That's a coincidence. The real reason is Russia man bad. Cause I saw it on television. That's why it's $2 a liter. And when the food crisis comes next, it's not going to be because of the reasons I've been talking about for two or three years. It's going to be because Russia man bad because I saw it on television. And by the time everything is completely fucked and they go, oh my God, we're in a seriously bad situation. I don't know how we're going to, as long as it took to get here, it's going to take just as long to dig us back out. And I'm talking 10, 20 fucking years. And I do not want to spend 20 years with food insecurity, worried about where my next meal is going to come from every single fucking day and living day to day, week to week, month to month, misery, chaos, stress, and fear. I, I, I just don't want, I just don't want to. And you know, for what? Like, we're all, we're all going to be dead anyway, right? Sooner or later, it's going to happen. Might as well be today. What, what are we looking forward to, guys? What, what do we have coming down the road? What do we got coming our way? Um, how long can the temporary dopamine hits of, um, you know, junk food, sports ball, video games, garbage on TV, how long can that sustain and fill the overwhelming feeling of being crushed and strangled out by the... By the fucking game of musical chairs that you're playing that is your life right now how long can you how long can you really avoid that that horrible feeling and that's why the suicide rate is is a record high it's, it's higher than it's ever been since the pandemic uh, started and all this nonsense the suicide rate in the veteran community has doubled it's, it's gone from as bad as it was it's twice as bad now nobody wants to live like this so much so that they're screaming at you in the streets and rather than recognizing that like human beings, that, oh my goodness, my people are hurting and they're in pain and frustrated. No, let's just put them in jail because you're the fucking good guys, aren't you? You disgust me. And really, that's all there is to say. You're disgusting. You're, you're horrible. You don't even, you don't deserve anything. Everything bad that happens to you, I'm going to laugh and laugh and laugh. And there's nothing you can do to me. The, what are they going to take away next? I live out of a fucking backpack, boys. What are you, you going to do? You're going to take my laptop? <laughs> what are you, you going to do now? My reputation is ruined. Uh, you know, I'm fucking broke. Uh, like I said, I've lived out of a backpack. I really, really got nothing left at this point. I've got no hope for the future. I can't. What am I going to do? Go to college? I can't, I can't do anything. I'm unvaccinated, so I, I can't uh, get a job, go to school. I can't leave the country. I can't move anywhere. I can't. I can't really do anything except sit here and wait for the inevitable fucking conclusion to this nightmare, which is we're all pretty much dead anyway. And that's because the dumbest people that ever lived refused to listen to reason and they'd rather watch fucking television. They'd rather look at this TV and listen to what it says. They'd rather the comfortable lies over the uncomfortable truth. And now we're all fucked. And rather than acknowledge that like adults and go, holy shit, they're right. We got to do something. Well, that's, that's uncomfortable and that's hard. And I don't want to do that. We're going to type anti-hate articles about it instead. I'm going to snitch on my friends instead. 
Just rope yourself. Just, just skip to the end. Just skip to the end. That's where it's going, right? So just do it. You fucking cowards. Muslim Bigot says, both me and Black Eyed Bigot agreed leftists are hands down the absolute most racist people we've ever met or dealt with in all our lives. It's no surprise as their god is Karl Marx, notorious documented racist. Also funny how fascism was actually invented by an ultra far left communist, Mussolini. Mama Bear Shannon says, boy in striped pajamas is what that is. Disgusting. Amber Button says, I think when the vax starts really killing people, it already is. They'll try and blame Russia. They're going to ignore it entirely. It's not happening. Black Eye Bigot says, wait till the majority of people are on one meal a day. Random acts of violence against the ones responsible is inevitable in a starving country. Yep, it's happening in Sri Lanka right now. They'll try and, and, you know, cushion this crash as much as possible, but I, you know, I have no sympathy whatsoever. And you know what? You're going to have the, the, you know, random acts of, you're just going to have people snap all over the fucking place. There's no managing this. There is no terror cell. There's no organization. There's not, you've, you've corrupted and destroyed the entire fucking, uh, you know, lived. Everybody's living in a fucking nightmare. Anybody with a brain that functions that can see and problem solve and, and look two steps ahead knows that they're fucked. They know internally that they're fucked, especially if they're under the age of 30 or under the age of 25. What fucking hope do you have if you're under the age of 25? You're never going to own a house. You're probably never even going to get a decent job. If, you even, if you're even stupid enough to go and get these, you know, you had to go take these vaccines as a, as a like, that's the price to even go to school. You're going to do that for four, five, six, seven, eight years. Be up to your eyeballs in student debt. Get released into a fucking, especially if you're a Caucasian, you're a European Canadian. Get released back out of the school system into a country that fucking hates you because white people bad. And good luck competing with everything. You're going to start from behind the eight ball. Ten, a fucking massive amount of student debt. You're going to start at the bottom of the rung of the, of the fucking social ladder. You're not going to be able to afford anything. Prices are going to the moon. It's already, you're not even going to be able to afford a car soon. And let's get rid of cars. We're going to go to electric cars. We want Teslas now. We all need electric cars. Here's an idea. Do you know that the fucking battery replacement cost of one of these cars is like $50,000, $20,000, $50,000? They're more than the cost of a new car. So instead of doing that, there is now graveyards of these cars in Europe and in the United States, thousands and thousands and thousands of these cars that no one has bothered to repair and get back on the road because it's cheaper to just get a new one. That's going green. That's what going green looks like. And these lithium mines to build the fucking batteries for these fucking things is so much more toxic to the environment than even the coal industry. It's, if, if there's a pandemic, all right, it's a pandemic of the functionally fucking retarded. It's a pandemic of the stupidest fucking people that have ever lived in the history of the human race. That's why everything's falling apart. No one can do their jobs anymore. I was watching a documentary the other day about the Three Mile Island uh, meltdown. I talked about that before. And just, just as a small example, you go watch that, and there's clips from the time in 1979 from the press conferences of the officials, you know, working for the state and the power plant and so on, and the questions being asked by the journalists, your, your mind will be blown. You'll be like, that's an actually a good, honest, intelligent question. That is something that needs to be answered. And you know what? The people in charge actually tried to answer the questions. It's like, it's like living in a bizarro world. Now we have everybody that want to ignore reality, not ask questions, live in a fantasy world, and, uh, you know, like the description says, 
I, I'm convinced you could see politicians going around knifing your loved ones in the streets with a lot of these people, and they would say, you know, hashtag ban knives. They're fucked. We're fucked. semi-automatic assault knives. There'll be a lobbying campaign. There'll be knife attack victim survivor statements. The same politicians that knifed you will be proposing, be promoting uh, anti-knife legislation. They'll live stream it on TV. They'll even believe it was the Russian somehow. Russia man bad must have did it. Anything but believe what your own eyes are telling you. Isn't that what 1984 says? That's the final trick. You won't even believe your own eyes. You'll only believe what the fucking, what the party says. And the party is the TV. Anderson Powell says, just do it. (laughs) Yeah, I know a few people that need to just do it. Just skip to the end. It's never going to get better for you. This person knows exactly who, who I'm talking about. I'm talking to you, motherfucker. Just skip to the end. Go to the store, get some rope, and you know the rest. You're, it's never going to get better. Not for you. You're a miserable, worthless piece of human garbage, which is why your life is as shitty as it is. And it's only going to get worse. You're only going to get older and shittier and sicker and worse. So what are you waiting for? Why don't you harass more people till they kill themselves? Maybe that'll... Will that help fill the empty fucking void where your soul's supposed to be? Just do it. Be the most noble thing you ever did in your fucking worthless life. Gabriel Shear says you can leave the country with a fake Saskatchewan Vax Pass. U.S. border guards barely glance at it. Well, I don't... Yeah. You also need a passport, which I'm not allowed to have either. I, I can't le- I cannot leave the country. Some people can if you're willing to risk if you're willing to risk getting caught with something like that and committing a crime and who knows what kind of border guard you're going to get that day. You're running a risk. The f- that, that's the thing. I don't like this whataboutism or this like, it's not so bad because or, or whatever. So many people fought so hard, and I don't mean just mean the military. I mean just the people of this country over the year and on all of our countries for years and years and decades to make sure we had a nice place, a good place to live, common sense. You know, things were running smoothly for their children and their grandchildren, and so on. And the fact that that even needs to be considered—that more people are emigrating out of the country than any time since 1970, more people are leaving Canada than ever. More, more there's. A record amount of, you know, refugees and immigrants leaving Canada to go to the United States. People are fleeing the country in record numbers. And this happens in every other communist takeover. And you know what comes after that? You're not allowed to leave. You're going to have to pay a fee. They, they are eventually, and I've read this in the Agenda 2030 uh, document a long time. It was called Agenda 2020 at the time. Everything they're doing, that is essentially, you want to know what the big plan is, what the, you know, the conspiracy theory is. Read Agenda 2020 and then Agenda 2030. That's it. That is that is exactly what's happening. It's being dictated and run through these, you know, unelected bureaucrats in the United Nations, places like the World Economic Forum. And it's not just Bilderberg, Davos, Bohemian Grove, if you want, all of that stuff. Right? 
No, you can't. You can't seek. Uh, you can't seek political asylum. You have to get into the country to seek political asylum. How do you get in there? You're not allowed to leave. I'm under uh, massive surveillance all the time. If I even go near the border, I'll be arrested. I'm. I'm sure. So I don't care. I don't. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. Literally, in a way, it's a good thing. Literally, every day, I have the thought of maybe today's my last day on Earth. You know, I should go. I should go see what the kids are doing. I'm going to play with the kids, and I take the kids to the park. Because that's a thought that I have all the time. And you know what? It's kind of liberating in a way because I don't, I don't worry about the future because there is no future. Not for me. <laughs> not for a lot of people. There isn't one. So I don't worry about it. So there's, there's, you don't have anything. That, you can't take something from somebody like that. NYC Bits. I uh, love you, bro. Thank you, man. I love you too. Uh, I sell feet pics. Nice, nice to see you again, sir. I wonder how many doctors and cops will rope themselves after all the truth comes to light. None. They're cowards. More misery and death. To fed the so-called elite. Uh, last Canadian says, uh, your ranting is soothing to my soul. Thank you. Well, I'm glad I helped somebody. <laughs> I'm just doing this for my own benefit. It is so warm in here. What is going on? Somebody said I'm going through menopause. It could be. Uh, somebody on Entropy says, cops love this shit. Uh, a lot of them do. Yeah, a lot of them do. Holy shit. Somebody's, I knew, I, every time I see that number, I know who it's a jaded Mandarin. Fuck, you're a legend. Thank you very, very much. You're so uh, generous to me. I appreciate it, man. Or, or she, or Gigi, whatever your preferred... Pre no! It's he or she! That's it. That's all there is. There's only two genders. There always will ever be only two genders. Um, humanity's lost its fucking mind, collectively. Not in a small pocket. It's spread to, you know, all the worst places. Think of it like this. There's people that are like, Oh no! If we just get the, if we just get the libs out! Like, you're, not, you're not listening to me. You have stage four cancer. In every major organ. <laughs> well, can I get the libs out? No. The libs are in every major organ in stage four. You're dying. This is, this is, the damage is done. You should have done something uh, 20 years ago. Even five years ago. But now, the consequences of the policy decisions and the actions that have been taken are unavoidable. And, they, and we haven't even begun. We, ha we are only just starting now. You know, why the, you know why the gas is as high as it is? You know why the food prices are so high? It's not because Russia man bad. And that's the story they're trying to peddle. Oh, the war in the Ukraine is because that's the breadbasket of Europe. And now oh, shut the fuck up. You know how much food is farmed in the United States and Canada alone? Get the fuck out of here with this. Ukraine isn't that big of a plate. Come on, man. Come on. The reason everything costs so much is because the government has printed money ad finitum into oblivion. We've spent more money in the pandemic than we have on the world wars. You know, that time when the entire uh, planet went to war on a massive, massive scale and armies in the millions were marching across the planet, destroying cities and laying waste to each other for years on end. Fleets and fleets of ships and the thousands, armies, tanks in the millions and aircraft and on and on. And, and, and weirdly, weirdly, the climate footprint of the Earth didn't change after World War II, even though entire cities were destroyed, nuclear bombs were dropped. I, mean, I think hundreds and hundreds of cities were actually like wiped off the face of the Earth pretty much. Um, tens of millions of people were killed so many fire bombings and then all the fuel expended all, all of the ships are sunk to the bottom of the sea battleships aircraft carriers all this kind of all the oil and chemicals released into the ocean and, and all, all of the shit in the air strangely it had no effect but now because you know you have a motorcycle climate change and pay the government more money so the sky is happier it's fucking ridiculous 
Anyway, Jaded Mandarin says the whole uh, whole damn thing is corrupt. It all needs to be redacted. It it pretty much is, and uh, it it's it's destroyed. The whole system is is terminally ill. There's no stopping at this point. All right. The reason everything costs so much is because they printed so much money. They print the money because they borrow the money from a central bank, which does not belong to the people of Canada, belongs to the Bank of Canada, where they have private owner, like the Federal Reserve of the United States has a private owner. Who owns the Federal Reserve? No one knows. It's a secret. And the Federal Reserve, the Bank of Canada, the Bank of England, all these central banks borrow money from the International Monetary Fund, which is an even bigger bank. And the International Monetary Fund borrows money from the Bank for International Settlements in Switzerland, which is an even bigger bank and considered its own country, has its own police, its own military, and its own laws and everything. And it's immune from prosecution and everything else. So it's a pyramid scheme. They'll lend you $100, but you got to pay them $110. And the $100 doesn't even exist. It exists as soon as they type it into their computers and give it to you. And they print it out of thin air. It literally comes from nothing. There's no $100. I put some paper in a machine. I print it out. Oh, look, there it is. I gave it to you. Well, well how did... Oh, you literally just make money out of thin air. Right on, right on. Cool. And then you owe more money to that person that made it from nothing than even exists. Thus, driving the value of said money down, the more, of, the more of something there is, the less valuable that it is. That's why in hyperinflationary scenarios like in Weimar, Germany, and in Venezuela, why it's like, you know, 50 million Reichmarks for a, for a or for Deutschmarks or something for a, for a loaf of bread, or however many bolivars or something it was in Venezuela for, you know, oh, you want a bag of grapes? That's 200 trillion bolivars or something. Because it's worthless. It's worth next to nothing. And now what was $1 for gas is now $2, becomes $4, becomes $8. Your grocery bill is $100. What used what bought you $100 in groceries even five years ago? It's double of that now. Now it's $200. Next summer, $400, $800, Why You think it won't? Why? Tell me why. Why won't that happen? What's going to come along? Oh, is small PP going to save you? We're not having an election for three more years. The damage is, it can't be stopped. It's over. It's locked in. It's a great reset, baby. You think it's, a, you think it's an accident? They're enslaving you. They're enslaving all of civilization. The richest, most powerful people in the world have decided, that's about, all right, that's it. Let's, let's wrap this up. And they're bankrupting the middle class and people that aren't rich and can't afford to escape the jaws and the cage that is closing in on everybody. And they do it through means like this. They're going to attack two things that you need more than to survive. You need fuel. You got to heat your homes. We live in an industrialized motorized society. How many people raise your hand if you walk to work or take a bicycle to work? Was it 1% of the population? Everybody drives somewhere. Forget buy, say bye-bye to that. That's going to become unaffordable. You got to heat your home. And many homes are heated and powered by guess what? Fossil fuels. So your home, your, your fuel prices are going to, you know what my electricity bill at my house is? It's doubled in the last five years. Doubled. Doubled. And they don't even use a lot of power. Doubled. So you're going to pay more for that. You're going to pay more for fuel. You're going to pay more for gas, more for heat, more for food. Next thing you know, you can barely afford to live. Then what do you think happens? Some people are like, oh, I bought wood stoves. Guess what? In the Agenda 2020-2030 Act? Yeah, that, that, that whole thing, that, that's going to be illegal. Home uh, burning wood and stuff in your home is going to be illegal because climate change. I'm, it's not my opinion. That's, that's what they said. It's in there. Wait, it, it'll come. It'll come. So, you know. And people are like, oh, well, we'll there's going to be, we're going to resist. The time has come and went. 
There is no resistance. Everybody's drunk and doped up on sports ball and video games and Marvel movies and fucking Japanese cartoon porn, man. By the time, by the time most of these fucking retards figure it out, they don't have any food. You think starving people are waging wars? No. Nope. And it's entirely on purpose. The Soviets did it. The Chinese did it. The North Koreans did it. Castro did it. Fucking Venezuela. They all do it. It's a way to keep people under control. When things get real bad, you make sure they don't have enough to eat. They're not going to be able to do much. They're conserving their fucking energy. Trying to survive. They're too busy trying to find cats and dogs in the neighborhood to fucking eat. The deal with you. And, and they're, they're well fed, by the way. You think, uh, you think Stalin and these guys went without eating? <laughs> and that's why, in all honesty, I have more contempt and resentment and loathing for the other people on the street that we live with than the people that did this. You know why? Because we're on the same fucking team and they chose to side with the TV talkie box and think that these rich, powerful, evil motherfuckers are on, that they're on the same team somehow. Basically, your own household sold you out to to protect themselves. They think they're protecting themselves. We're all just peasants. We're the serfs. That's like being in the Middle Ages right and you're living under like an oppressive uh, ruler emperor king or queen some maniac right and you're like well you know no, the, i think the king is quite lovely leader to protect yourself because you, like are, are you fucking serious do you think you're going to be spared you're going to the same gas pumps that i am and you're going to the same grocery stores as i am paying the same eye bleeding ta- you know prices for food as i am and you have the fucking audacity to defend these people because the tv told you so because the tv the tv man said russia man bad and uh white supremo man bad ginger man bad ginger man bad sock man good turban man good ginger man bad blue tie man bad purple tie man very very bad red tie man very good ginger man very bad russia man very bad Old dementia poopy pants man, United States, very good. Ginger man, very bad. And it's like, we grew up in the same place. A lot of these people are my age. Some of them I went to school with and I knew and for years. It's like, we, we went to the same town, the same schools, you know the same people. We grew up the same way. And yet somehow, you're taking the side of, of these maniacs who have done nothing but wage wars and, and bankrupt our people and our civilization for decades, I can show you the proof of it and rather than accept it and accept reality and go, oh yeah, that, that's pretty fucked up. That's scary. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Because you're a fucking coward. And if it wasn't for your complicity and your compliance, they never would have gotten away with it. So fuck you. Fuck you, you empty-headed retards. You cowards. You, you fucked us. It's like, you know, the ship is taking on water. And, and, a, and a minority of people are trying to bail out the ship. And the rest of them are sitting there eating going, you're doing it wrong. Or the ship's not sinking. If you had just helped us, we would have made it. But we're now none of us are going to make it because you're fucking lazy and you're weak and you're a coward. Great, great job. Great fucking job. Good for you. And even worse than them are the, are the middlemen. Right? The middlemen are the media and the politicians. Who know the exact... Do you think they're going to escape? 
You're the fucking bagmen. They're they're probably have a worse fate because once people figure out what's going on and freak out, who do you think they're going after? Who do you think they're gonna go after first? The media and the politicians, because you're readily available. You live in our communities. We see you all the time. Right? <laughs> we can't get after we can't get to Bill Gates or Jacob Rothschild or Nate or Rockefeller. You're not gonna get to the Bronfman family. You're not gonna find the Irvings anywhere. You're not no, 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 no. But all the rest of these fuckers, yeah. So you knew the same shit that we did, but you thought you'd escape because you get paid a couple of crumbs. We'll give you some crumbs off of our plate and, and pat you on the head so you did a good, good, good job, good boy. You're the fucking fall guy. And you convinced these idiots not to bail out the water because you would make some money a little bit more than them temporarily for a while. And you believe the lies that these people peddle and you think it's going to protect you in the end. <laughs> oh, man. You're the first ones to go. Once you're no longer needed, you're, gu- you're done. They're going to throw you to the wolves. You're going to pick up that phone. Oh, no, there's an angry mob outside. You're going to call your handler at the UN or the World Economic Forum or whoever it is, whoever your contact in this chain of evil that it is. Maybe it's one of the 27 lobbyists for Pfizer alone just in Nova Scotia. Maybe it's one of those people. And it's going to say, we're sorry, this number is no longer in service. And then what are you going to do? Well, start praying to whatever God that you believe in because you're fucked. (laughs) Right? We're all fucked because we got sold out by our own people. We're not the same as them. These these people that, that run, they're not even humans. They're so detached from what happens on the ground in reality that it, that it doesn't, uh, doesn't affect them. You saw the, the clip I played the, 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 what was it, a week or two ago. COVID has been an oppor- a political opportunity. It's been a great opportunity. Oh, it's been an opportunity. They say things like this because they do these things. They take these policy decisions and it ruins lives and it totally... Fu- do you think they're around? Do you think these people are around when someone's child dies? You think when, when there's a stillborn baby? When there's a 17-year-old that drops dead playing hockey? When their grandfather commits suicide? You know, starves themselves to death inside a long-term care home because they can't see their own family? Do you think they're around? Do you think they feel the repercussions? No, they don't fucking have anything. They're not anywhere near this. This is like dropping an atomic bomb in Japan and reading about it in California. You don't give a fuck. It doesn't affect you. It has nothing to do with you. So they say it and they, they just get away with it. They're not, they're, not like, they're not even in the same universe as us. They might as well be on the moon, man. So expecting them to care is like, you know, wake me up. You might as well expect all of the dolphins in the ocean to form some kind of alliance with the other sea creatures and as the smartest of the sea creatures, build a sea alliance. Come, come up with, maybe they'll ally with the octopus people. They'll build tools, they'll build machines maybe, and then they'll, they'll, they'll figure out how to breathe and survive on land. And then when the creatures of the noble creatures of the sea, the octopi, the dolphins, and then the giant the heavy weaponry of the whales, they'll come on land and they will destroy our enemies for us. That You might as well hope for that. If you're hoping for any of these people to wake up tomorrow and understand what they're doing, find their soul. That also drives me nuts. I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to pray for the prime minister. Don't waste your breath. Are you kidding, man? Never. It's never happened in history. It's never going to happen. Save your breath and save your energy. The blue taco says yay for nukes. The original rice cooker. Oh my God. Filthy Weasel, thank you very much, man. You're fucking, oh, you're winning tonight. 
Let me check Rumble again. No, I think that was the only one. Jaded Mandarin. Yeah, thanks, man. You're a fucking legend. He says, sorry so late to the cast and that I've been MIA for so long. Here's some measly Weasley dollars for whatever. At this point, I guess, okay, probably legal fees, probably, you know, stock up on some food if I can afford to. It pretty much all goes to lawyers now these days. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, enjoy your time and enjoy what we got left because everything's going to get a lot worse for quite a while yet. And um, you're... Uh, you have people to thank for it. And, you know, I, I lean into it a little bit sometimes because I think it's needed. I think there's there's a lot of people out there and I appreciate what they're doing and I don't disagree with what they're doing. When they say you got to stay positive and, you know, you got to have a loving message and, and all of this and we need to work together and all that. Yeah, I get that. I do. However, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, you got to have balance, don't you? I'm the other guy. I'm the guy that says sometimes you got to throw a fucking brick through a window. There's a reason that you have emotions like this. They're trying to legislate away parts of your being as a, as a human being when you see incredible amounts of injustice or outright evil and say, that is fucked. Fuck you. Somebody's got to fucking deal with you. And they say, no, that, that's no. That's too, we don't like that. Ew, we don't fuck. No, man. No, that's called being a human being. You have these emotions and feelings for a reason. You love things for a reason. You hate things for a reason. You know why you hate things? It's natural to hate things. It's natural to hate something that's evil and trying to destroy you. Do you hate pedophiles? I do. It's evil and it's fucked. What about somebody, what about uh, like Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, right? In Los Angeles, he's running around raping and killing women everywhere. Imagine being a cop on that, on that police force. Being like, I fucking hate that guy. If I, get, if I find that guy and I catch him, I'm putting a bullet in his fucking face. Is that a normal feeling to feel? To feel like you're, to, to stop him from, from murdering and raping more people? That's a pretty normal thing. You're supposed to feel that way. It motivates you to con confront and do something about the fucking problem. You can't look at it and go, Richard Ramirez just needs love and a hug. No, he needs the electric chair. Do you know, it's, it's, and that's what, it's interesting that they're trying to like basically make it illegal when you see something really awful. People are afraid to speak their minds because they think the feeling of even being angry is somehow illegal. It's, uh, it's not allowed anymore. And the problem isn't that, and, and it's like the duality, right? Everything's backwards. Everything's inverted. They say that, uh, oh, there's so much hate. There's so much hate. There's actually very, very little. There's very little. I'd argue there's next to no hate. Because look what they get away with. Look what they get away with, man. The worst thing that happens in this country, especially, is that someone might yell at you in the street. If th that's the worst case scenario you can look forward to after selling out and bankrupting and destroying and, and just leveling the fucking future of generations of people and that's the worst that you get. I think you're doing pretty good. And they want to say it's overrun by hate. It's full of white supremacists. Yes, that's why Canada has more immigrants and migrants and, you know, the most diverse country in the world than anywhere else because it's so full of white supremacy. That makes perfect sense. What a cope. There's a reason they're afraid of stuff like that. And why they're afraid of people that talk like that. Why they're afraid of people like me. Because they're guilty. So you have a prime minister who can hide in a bunker and disappear 
because tens of thousands of people descend on the capital city in the most peaceful and, you know, loving um, protest. It was basically a street party that I've ever seen. But he can fly, fly to, uh, you know, Eastern Europe to a war zone, supposedly, not wear a mask, by the way, and go to a fucking U2 concert. That's safe. That's fine. Because he doesn't feel guilty about anything he's doing over there. They feel guilty. That's why they act the way they do. That's why they react so harshly and sharply because they themselves know what they've done subconsciously. They know that they have, they, these people are really going to be really fucking mad soon. Why do you think that is? They know exactly what they've done. I, Sir Toast, says, I'll live in a damp cave for the rest of my life before I ever kneel to some corrupt kitty diddler who thinks he can control me. People just need to get a firm slap with a brick to realize what's going on. Well, you know, like Yuri said, people don't, um, they don't realize until it's too late, until they're, li- until they're physically being harmed or physically being, you know, there's tangible, real, painful results to, to, in their life about what's, then they don't, they don't notice. And then it's too late. The point is to avoid these things and the point of, you know, it's point to people like us and say, oh, you're, you're acting like you're so exa- such an exaggerator. You're so hyperbolic. Like we're trying to avoid the nightmare scenario, scenario that we're descending into because once we get there, it's too late. We can't leave, right? Like you're on a car on the highway and it says next three exits, Soviet Union. And then the driver turns the blinker on to exit, to go to the Soviet Union. You go, oh yeah, let's not go that way. And they go, well, you haven't even been there yet. You're complaining. You're acting like we're in the Soviet Union. Yeah, I know, but but that's where we're going. Very fucking clearly and obviously. I don't want to go there. But we're not there. Yes, but see, if we go there, we can't leave. Once we get there, nobody leaves, and I don't want to go there. It's horrible. Too late. They'll wait till we get there, and then all you can do is, like, I told you so, and they'll go, shut up, Nazi, and then you're both in the same gulag together. There's going to be some good fist fights in these gulags. I'm not going to any of them. I will die first. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to do it. I'm not living 10 years in a prison camp. I'm not going to prison for a decade. I'm not, I just kill me. I just do it. I'm, not, I'm fighting you. You're not taking me. I don't want to. I've lived enough. I've already done so much with my life, and I've been so blessed and, and lucky. Really, when you think about it. I, I got a great family that I grew up with. Amazing. The best. I had a safe upbringing. I got to play, you know, street hockey with my friends all the time. I, you know, played video games with my friends. I used to play baseball, you know, I, and then what did I want to do? I wanted to join the army and I did. And I was like, you know, it would be crazy as a life experience. I want to go fight for the country and battle in a war. I got to do that. And I survived. I didn't even get horribly wounded. I lost some, I lost a hearing in one ear. I got some regular run of the mill infantry, you know, wear and tear damage, big fucking whoop. Lots of my friends are dead. I got that experience. I got to have three beautiful, perfect, healthy children. I got to have, you know, the love of a great woman. I got to have fucking everything that anybody reasonably could ever want. And I'm only 36. So what the fuck? And and I wanted to just be able to, to speak my mind and help some people somehow and make some tiny minor impact on the world at all if I can. And I've arguably done that too. So what the fuck have I got to lose now? I'm done. I'm good, man. What You can't take any of this shit away from me. I already won. Fuck you, man. I'll show you. I'll write an article. I'll arrest you. I'll fuck. I don't care. <laughs> Whoopity-doo. 
I'm only 36 and I've already done all the, and, you know, a lot of these people talking shit. Like you've, you've yet to do any of these things and you never will because you're, well, godless communist, to be honest. So I'm incredibly lucky. So I, I, and, and, and all of you amazing fucking people that have supported me, like to, to know what that feels like to have this many fucking people around to just, you know, stop you in the street and say thank you for, for something that you don't really, I mean, it's, I, I can't, I can't tell you what that feels like. It's really like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's pretty amazing. And I, um, you know, it, it's all of it is so much more than I feel like I'll ever deserve. So for those are the reasons I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't care because I've already won. I got nothing to lose. And, th- and that's how you live your life, man. Do, do what you want to do and get what you want to get because the people that are really the most afraid to go, that, that fear death every day, you know, because they haven't lived their lives. They thought there was always going to be tomorrow. There's always going to be another chance. I'll do something another, you know, and then they figure, and then once it's getting close to the end, oh, fuck. I wasted so much time. I didn't do anything I wanted to do. I wasted it all watching sports ball and gambling or drinking or doing whatever the fuck stupid shit I was doing. And it's too late. Well, that's how she goes. I'm never going to have that problem, and that's, that's great. And that's why I can sit here and say, I'm not scared. You do whatever you're going to do, man. I know the score. I know you have a limited amount of time to do things you want to do. I don't know what else to do. I've already done basically everything I've ever wanted to do. Now I'm just fucking around. <laughs> I'd like to eat a chocolate cake sometime this week. I might do that. That's that's basically the, estate, the extent of my ambitions now. Don't waste time. Go get what you want and go do what you want. accept that you're mortal and it's going to come to an end take stock of the things that you should that you're grateful for that you appreciate and realize how much of it there probably is that you don't appreciate when you do you're going to be way less afraid to face what's in front of you it's just my advice For Phillips Kosher Goat Kibble Fun. Keep old Slashy flying. I like this fake meme country a lot better than the shit commie one we're stuck in. Right? They made their own reality. They're living in a fancy world, so why can't we? I fucking love this song. Wife to Hellbilly Deluxe has went from don't burn trees to save the environment to burning trees and the biomass plants for money. I make Spark 69 a new one. I've never seen you before, sir. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Says, hey man, been with you since Ragecast 37. Holy shit, bro. Welcome. Alright, I don't need to I don't need to you don't need to be caught up on anything then. He says, a true DAG veteran, first time super chat, just need to say that we're everywhere and we'll always remember with your shield or on your shield, right? It's something to live for. It's uh 
makes life worth living when you're living on the edge of the, just doing shit you want to do. Don't be afraid. When you don't have fear, of man, it's a whole other... And it's not to say... So that's what it means. When somebody says don't have fear, I don't... I, I'm fucking scared of shit all the time, right? I know, right? But not having fear means having fear, but not allowing it to... It doesn't have any impact on your decisions. I can be scared to do something, but I'm doing it anyway. It's like, well, this is scary, but we're still doing it. That's just something I learned how to, you know, I learned from, from much stronger people than me in the military. A lot of the special forces guys are fucking, they've mastered that. You think it's fun to jump out of airplanes? Some people, some guys enjoy it. A lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. You think it's fun to fucking get into a fucking helicopter and get dropped into a fucking landing zone, like in, 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 in the dark, surrounded by people that want to kill you and all this, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of shit you can do in life that's scary. And, uh, but unfortunately, a lot of people, when you feel that feeling, that's the challenge. And that's my opinion. That's the universe challenging you. That's the price you have to pay. The emotional, spiritual price. You have to overcome that fear and then do the thing anyway. And, and then, okay. You know, but that's the, that's the cost of admission. There's no money to be paid. There's nobody you can pay off. There's no PR firm. You can, it, nope. You're just going to have to, you're going to have to fucking man. It's just you against the universe. What do you got on the inside? You got, you got the parts or not? And if you shrink away and hide from it, well, that's it. There's lots of guys I knew that were like, I was going to do that, but I was going to, you know, people that wanted to join the army or wanted to go over, deploy to the, to the war or wanted to go to a soft unit or whatever. And I just use military examples because that's, that's my life. That's all I know. And they didn't, and they have excuses for it. They don't say, uh, I thought about it, but I chose not to because it's not really what I wanted. They say, well, I was going to, but I had school. Or I was gonna, but my wife was pregnant. Or I was gonna, that's nice. Chris Stanix was going to school too. He's in Miller University and he, and he went to go do it anyway. And he died. Donnie Lucas has, you know, kids at home. He died, right? They didn't let the fear of what might happen stop them from living the life that they wanted to live and do the things that they wanted to do. Uh, Amber Button, another new one says, I hate trying to explain, and thank you for the subscription, by the way. Hate trying to explain to my dad that the conservatives aren't any better than the libs, but he's convinced once the libs are out, things will be okay. Did you know it was uh, Stephen Harper that popularized the phrase old stock Canadians? A lot of people think it was uh, the current prime minister. Wasn't. It's Harper. He said old stock Canadians. The Conservative Party of Canada has signed the Paris Accords it signed the mass migration compact with the UN, which agrees to take more and more and more and more and more immigrants every year, forever and ever and ever, until we're just completely awash with, you know, they, what do they want? A hundred million people in Canada by 2100, like over 70 years or something. Um, Canada's demographics are being replaced at the, at the, at the uh, it's being cha- changing faster than any country in history outside of a war. Think about that for a second. The only countries in the history of the world that ever changed demographically, so like racially, so say your country was full of, I don't know, Persians. And then Genghis Khan shows up and he kills everyone and literally tears brick by brick the cities down. He literally erased cities. And I don't mean he set them on fire. The things they couldn't burn down, he had them deconstructed. (laughs) Okay. And then filled it with his own people and his own settlers. The only time that countries changed demographically any faster than Canada was Genghis Khan. Or or, or wars and things like that. Wars of conquest. So in a way, you know, it feels fairly aggressive, doesn't it? 
Conservatives are signed on all the same things. So it doesn't matter that someone has Amber Button. Thank you very much for that. A lot of people, yeah, you don't want to send the super chat. You can, you know, do get a subscription to the channel on entropy and that, you know, kicks me a couple of dollars and I, and I appreciate it. I, I, I survive entirely on this, on your guys' donations, by the way, on entropy. I don't have, or, you know, the once upon a time, some people send me 20 bucks on e-transfer or something. I don't get paid for this on YouTube or Spotify or Podbean or anything. I'm demonetized everywhere because as I said, ginger man bad. So I, thank you very much. The conservatives agree with everything the liberals do on all the things that matter. All you're going to do is you're trading one figurehead mouthpiece for another that's less annoying to listen to for now. I guarantee four or five years of smart pee-pee telling you bullshit after everything's falling apart and worse than ever, they're going to hate him too. And you know what? It's going to be too late. And I'm just going to be laughing. <laughs> if I'm still alive, that is. Um, Pilot Mike, he says, a drink to bricks through windows. On me, it's not much, but it's all I got. It's, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Short and long says, I think I give up. I'm going woke and assuming the gender of a pigeon so I can shit on politicians and other public figures' cars. There you go. I identify as a pigeon person. A pee-pee. Not a small pee-pee, not a big pee-pee, but just a pee-pee. And a pee-pee, a pigeon person. Um, Bigette says, met some great new people tonight. Summer is going to be fun. Excellent. Right? And that's another thing I'm, I'm trying to... I, I've you know, succeeded in doing, and that's why a lot of these people, I live rent-free in their heads forever, because they're fucking jealous. Because they didn't have the balls to do it. They didn't have the fucking guts to put their face and their name out there and put their reputation on the line and everything. And I lost it, right? I have a, you know, with, with you people, with the woke people, but as far as normies are concerned, go Google my name and see what comes up. It ain't good, boys. <laughs> it's not good, you know? That's enough to give a lot of people panic attacks. I, would I was just hoping I could entertain some people and improve their lives a little bit and, you know, blow off steam and all this kind of thing. That's all I ever really wanted to do. And to see people coming together and finding each other based upon the mutually shared values and, and, and things that I, you know, we care about together as, you know, kind of a loosely unorganized community to see people. That's fucking, that's excellent. That's great. <laughs> Jim Freedom says you're the opposite of a good SEO search engine optimization. Yeah, I'm I'm aware. <laughs> I, I'm the example of what not to you know search on the internet. The Blue Taco says, "Oh, but don't worry, the government of Canada will let the old and the poor euthanize themselves now because save grandma so she can yeet herself dignity." Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. I'm going to read the rest of these. Mika Shrednick says, "Numbnut libs drunk on power don't understand the power of pissed off people with nothing to lose." Should never be underestimated. Cheers, everybody. Won't hold still says, You're doing great, kid! <laughs> Thank you. BC Bigot says, uh, from Robert A. Heineken, Fulfillment in life is loving a good woman and killing a bad man. Ooh. You know what? Um, I have to agree with this. It, what do I say? How do I say this? I've had people tell me this, and it's so... The scariest thing they said about killing somebody is about how easy it is to do. Because you're brought up to think, oh, you know, it's, uh, it's fuck. Not really. <laughs> you know? And it's kind of a scary thing for a lot of people because they're like, holy fuck. That's it? That's it. 
He says, "Cheers, Rage, a life well lived." Angry Soldier One Hundred says, "I have a four foot eight foot. I have a four foot by eight foot sign on my fence. It reads Canada, the world's largest gulag." We took uh, took Australia's. We Australia's holding our beer right now, big time. BC bigot. Uh, oh, he said the same thing again. Sorry, I think it went through twice. Inverted Earth says, "Just a thought that if we all got wasted and had another convoy to Ottawa, then redacted is excusable, right?" So there may be another one to Ottawa. I'll read a couple more of these. I'll get to that in a second. Anderson Paladin says, for the cake. Thank you for that, man. I, I will get a cake now. I'm getting fat, too. I got to get fucking... I got to get back in shape. It's disgusting. Deanna01 says, thanks, Rage. Resonates well. Missed y'all. Sorry, I've been MIA, but I'm here now. We missed you, Deanna. Where have you been? Lone Star Texan says, tithing for a good man. Thanks for your infotainment. Salute. God bless you and the bigots. God bless you too, man. Amber Button. Yep, I've been trying to meet new people from this community, but being nonstop banned on Facebook, et cetera, makes it hard. It is hard. I'm on Telegram, but still figuring it out. Telegram is, is tricky, but it makes sense. I, I should do a tutorial video on how to make it work, but I just... I'm not, I'm, I'm not good at... Um, some people are just content machines, and some people think that I'm, I'm not as good at it as, I, at all, as people think. I'm, I'm kind of lazy, and it's just... It, it's tough. Basically, what I'm doing now is my max capacity. If I try and do any more, I will explode. But I, I could. I could do a video like that just for the sake of... It wouldn't take long. I could just show you how to navigate it. And um, So the community page is t.me slash RagingDissident. You can go there on the Telegram page. It's pinned there, um, or it should be. I'll check right now. I think it is. It may not be. I might have screwed it up. I definitely did. I screwed it up. No, it's there. So you can click the uh, pinned message at the top. And I added a little bit uh, on there. Uh, there's open chats there. So there's the posts and uh, things you can comment on or whatever and read. But if you want to go to the basically just an open chat group for each page, provincially, British Columbia, Quebec, whatever. Uh, click the channel page, click the channel title at the top of the page, and then select the blue chat box icon to the right, it's on the top right, and that'll bring you to a separate uh, connected page, which is like the, the chat, basically just long form, chatty chat time where people are fed posting and getting me in trouble and I don't know what the fuck goes on in there because there's so many of them and I, you know, <laughs> just be good um, since I'm on Telegram, I'm still figuring it out, people from here aren't annoying normies, we're trying, Heather, thank you very much for that subscription so, somebody mentioned this, and it's uh, pretty insane. It's worth talking about, because that's the country we live in now. Uh, and this is not going to come out of um, a Canadian publication, because why would it? The Spectator in the United Kingdom says, Why is Canada euthanizing the poor? Well, because we can. Because we can. Since last year, Canadian law in all its majesty has allowed both the rich as well as the poor to kill themselves if they are too poor to continue living with dignity. In fact, the ever-generous Canadian state will even pay for their deaths. What it will not do is spend the money to allow them to live instead of killing themselves. As with most slippery slopes, it all began with a strongly worded denial that it exists. In 2015, the Supreme Court of Canada reversed 22 years of its own jurisprudence by striking down the country's ban on assisted suicide as unconstitutional, blindly dismissing fears that the ruling would initiate a dissent down a slippery slope into homicide against the vulnerable as founded on anecdotal examples. The next year, Parliament duly enacted legislation allowing euthanasia, but only for those who suffer from a terminal illness whose natural death was reasonably foreseeable. It only took five years for the proverbial slope to come into view. When the Canadian Parliament enacted Bill C-7, a sweeping euthanasia law which repealed the reasonably foreseeable requirement and the requirement that the condition should be terminal. Now, as long as someone is suffering from an illness or disability which cannot be relieved under condition that you consider acceptable, they can take advantage of what is now known as euphemistically medical assistance in dying. 
Soon enough, Canadians from across the country discovered that although they would otherwise prefer to live, they were too poor to improve their conditions to agree which was acceptable. Not coincidentally, Canada has some of the lowest social care spending of any industrialized country. Palliative care is only accessible to a minority, and waiting times in the public health care sector can be unbearable, to the point where the Supreme Court, which legalized euthanasia, declared those waiting times to be a violation of the right to life back in 2005. Here's some examples down here. Family of a 35-year-old man, dis- disabled man, who resorted, 35 years old, resorted to euthanasia, arrived at the care home where he lived. They encountered urine on the floor, spots where there was feces on the floor, spots where your feet were just sticking. Like if you stood at his bedside and you went to walk away, your foot was literally stuck, according to the Canadian government. The assisted suicide law is about prioritizing individual autonomy of Canadians. One may wonder how much autonomy a disabled man lying in his own filth had in weighing death over his life. Nice. A woman in Ontario was forced into euthanasia because her housing benefits did not allow her to get better housing, which didn't aggravate her crippling allergies. Another disabled woman applied to die because she simply couldn't afford to keep on living. Another sought euthanasia because COVID-related debt left her unable to pay for the treatment, which kept her chronic pain bearable. Under the present government, disabled Canadians got $600 in additional financial assistance during COVID. University students got $5,000. A man with a neurodegenerative disease testified to Parliament that nurses and a medical ethicist at a hospital tried to coerce him into killing himself by threatening to bankrupt him with extra costs or by kicking him out of the hospital and by withholding water from him for 20 days. Virtually every disability rights group in the country opposed the new law to no effect. For once, the government found it convenient to ignore these otherwise impeccably progressive groups. Oh, Canada, land of the free, home of the tolerant progressive left. Aren't we so concerned about saving if it saves just one life? And now we're just killing vulnerable people because they can't afford to stay alive. Why didn't I hear about that? Well, because TV Godman didn't tell you. That, that's scary. And what scares me is, is what else is going on that we don't hear about? What else is going on that we don't know about? We all know about Pat King being in prison for months and months for mischief, right? And perjury. He's not a violent criminal, but he's not allowed out of jail. How many others is there? Keith Woods, the lawyer for a lot of these people, there's hundreds of pages of designated persons, which the lazy, lazy, lazy rule-following political Stasi police, when they're not investigating people yelling at a, at a politician in the street, are compiling lists of people based on media reports because they're too fucking lazy to do any actual investigating. They rely almost entirely on social media. If you're, not, if you're a criminal and you're not using so readily available social media, Instagram, Facebook, and so on, to, you know post about your crimes the police are very much in the dark about what you're doing very very they they don't know how to fucking out. they're just getting around to figuring out telegram right now okay so if you're using any of these apps i'm not going to name because i want to give them any any tips because they've proven to me that they're not on my side they're not on our side they're not on the sign of sanity or or the well-being or the or the just um you know management and soul of this country you have to convince me otherwise, because that's where I'm standing right now. And Cesus and the rest of you, I would trust the Russian FSB before I would trust you with a fucking dollar, with a dime, with a phone number, with anything. You got all this going on. 
and this is what you use for for evidence for intelligence is 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 politically charged you you don't are you still on like day one you think the media is telling the truth you think media articles and reporting is like that's what happened these are facts we're in the we're in the age of outrage culture in 2012 the Obama administration repealed the Smith-Mund Act, which enabled the the news organizations and the government itself to lie to the public. It used to be illegal to knowingly lie and tell lies to the American public because it was propaganda. It was illegal. You couldn't do it. You couldn't intentionally do it. And they went, ah, screw that. There was a similar thing imposing Canada in 2019. They can lie with abandon. They can say whatever they want. It doesn't have to be true. Did you know that, cops? You fucking retards? You B-level athletes that were barely smart enough to pass a police exam, not quite good enough to do much else. Call them athletes is, is a bit of a stretch. I've seen the physical shape of some of these cops. <laughs> Michael the Conqueror, thank you very, very much, man. That's fuck. Do I do a dance? I already took a sweater off. I can't take it off any more clothes. I am wearing sweatpants, so... God bless you, big guy. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Bob the Bigot Jedi says, here's a few bigot bucks for the missing part of the stream thanks to my squirrel-powered internet. Smore pee-pee. Smore pee-pee is, smell, is spelled S-M-O-L. Smore. Not small. Smore pee-pee. Makes you say it with an accent. It's funnier. Smore pee-pee. Because he, he was big pee-pee. Big pee-pee. Big pee-pee energy. No, it's smore pee-pee energy now. He's just a smore pee-pee. The new boss is the same as the old boss. The Circulonians have learned nothing over the last two years. Nope. They think they do, but they don't. NYC Bit says, bro, they're still looking for BJ Dichter. All points bulletin. I don't think they're looking for him. I think they know exactly where he is. I think he works for the state. I don't know BJ. I've never talked to him, but all signs point to conservative party operative BJ Dichter. And then we had um, Dagny Pollock, who was a lib- who was the a campaign manager for a liberal uh, cabinet minister. Both of them just showed up all of a sudden in the in the trucker convoy stuff, and they just disappeared after everyone else was arrested. Not mentioned anywhere. Not mentioned on the fifth estate. I was mentioned. I was. They went over me on the fifth estate for ten or fifteen minutes. I was there shit posting and taking funny videos, and they inferred that I should be in jail, and I was on a goat farm for some reason. Like that was a bad thing. Jillian Findlay, investigative genius. <laughs> Botox enthusiast. <laughs> Bitch, you're in your 50s. You stopped being hot when the Challenger blew up. Ed- except reality, all right? It's over. It's over. Fairy Miss Olsen, you think Babylon B will hire me? And they should. If they wanted to make money, they, they really should. Oh, man, Jada Manorin's back. He's on. He says, is it wrong to hope that a Putin nuke finds Davos this May? <laughs> I can't, I can't openly hold, I'm just going to say this. If that happened, my reaction would be this. Hmm. Hmm. Well. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) And again, he says, is it wrong? No, I read that one already. Uh, I thought there was another one I missed. I did. Cindy Lee says, my friend tried to get me to take... Oh, it's scrolling down on by automatically. Friend tried to get me to take a government-paid course. She didn't understand why I couldn't do that because I wasn't jabbed, but she never had to worry because she did it right away. No critical thought. They trust these people. And she said before, they're putting defibrillators in schools all of a sudden, and they're trying to pretend it's normal. Oh, it's always normal. People have always had a heart attack. 
especially kids. Kids have always had heart attacks, guys. That's totally normal. It's always been that way. You don't remember? When I was a young boy in ninth grade, we had we started the school we started the school year in my class. We had forty one kids. We only we only went to grade ten with twenty nine. We had eleven heart attacks. It happens all the time. It's totally normal. Nothing weird about it. Nothing weird about it at all. Nothing weird about this either. So as you know, CSIS, the CIA of Canada, they're, they're, they're really, man, they have got their finger on the pulse so bad. They're busy hunting Philip in a pretend meme country and all of that. Uh, conservative MP grilled officials from the Canadian Security Intelligence Service and Public Safety Canada for ignoring the torching of nearly 30 churches in the summer of 2021 alone. It's a lot more than 30 that were burned. I think it was over 100. But um, CSIS didn't know anything about that. Oh, we're not really following that because that's not your ideology. You're fucking ideologically motivated Stasi. That should alarm you. Your, your reaction should be, what the fuck are you talking about? How do I not know about this? Excuse me. I'll be right back. I'm sorry, minister. I, can we take a break? I need to talk to someone. Everyone get in my office right now. What in the fuck is going on? I look like a fucking asshole out there. Well, uh, uh, we're sorry. It's just that the liberal memo. I have the liberal memo. Motherfucker, your job is security and intelligence. If somebody's, bur- if there is a rampant arson campaign happening across religious institutions in this country, I need to know about that. Okay, Billy. Okay. Okay. So why don't you put down your copy of White Fragility and do your fucking job, Billy? Susan, I'll get to you next. You sit the fuck down. You sit down. Yeah, I'm calling you Susan just because I don't want to fight about something else. I know your name used to be Richard. You're not fooling anybody with those linebacker shoulders. Your name is fucking Rich. What? Sit down, Susan. I don't care how many skirts you wear. You're always going to be Richard to me in my head and in my heart. I'm just pretending right now because I want to fight about something else. All right? I've already got a sexual harassment lawsuit on me because I mooned a guy in 1989. And I don't need another one from you with your Gigi bull. Ah, fuck. You know what? I don't care. Richard, sit the fuck down. Billy, go find out what's going on with the churches. Susan, what the fuck are we doing? Are we chasing a meme country? Because I'm out there, you told me this was a white supremacist terror cell. And I'm out there reading these fucking reports that I trusted you assholes to write. It turns out the guy's a fucking goat figurine. There is no Philip. It's a goat figurine that somebody bought at Winners a few years ago. No, I'm very fucking certain. They're laughing at me out there. I'm not happy about this. That's right. So maybe you should spend less time focusing on your fucking gender identity and doing your fucking job. You know what? You're all fired. Every single one. Not Roy. You can stay. You can stay, Roy. You're the only one that's ever. You know, I know you're late and you're drunk a lot of the time, but I understand now. It's because you've been with CSIS since the since the late '90s and you've seen it degenerate, and you're just drunk because I would be too. And you know what? You're my new number two, Roy. Thanks for being you. I am dead. Fuck. I'm dead. Fucking serious. No, you're you're fucking fired. Go. Go! Get go! Roy, you stay. Take all their no, burn their papers. It's worthless. We gotta start over from scratch. Start over from scratch. I gotta think of something to say. Oh god, I gotta be back. When's this Zoom call? Five minutes. I got five minutes to come up with some kind of fucking excuse. Uh oh my god. Oh my god. How much money do we waste on this meme country? Please tell me. 27 million till Can we false flag this guy? Is there anything we can do? Please t- please, Roy. Tell me we can do something because I can't go out there with nothing. 
I can't go out there and say we spent $27 million chasing a goat figurine and a bunch of shit-posting comedians on the internet. I can't do it, Roy. I can't do it. I, I knew things were wrong when Susan slash Richard slash GG or gender equality, white fragility, fucking... When this crew showed up, I knew something was wrong. The purple hair was weird. The half-shaved heads, the nose piercing, all of that. It was getting weird, and I should have said something then. That's when I should have said something, but I thought, you know, pension, paychecks, promotions, and I just... I sat on it. I didn't do it. You know what? I'm going to resign. I'm going to resign, but before I do, I'm going to go back right there on the Zoom call, and I'm going to tell every single one of these weak motherfuckers what I think of them what do you think of that Roy you're gonna get my job that's right you went from number 12 to the director in uh, in three minutes I am having a nervous breakdown you're right because I don't want to live like this anymore Roy I'm living a lie so are we so are we <laughs> that should be the internal dialogue of C that, that's I assume that's where CSIS is right now I would hope that would make that would make way more sense and way more honest, uh, you know, dialogue than what's actually happening. Michael the Conqueror's back again. He says, "When I'm elected, Primer Mister will head up my special teams." Propaganda-induced mental retardation. Chelsea says, "Triple jab sister with less than a month to go in her pregnancy is having major anxiety now from the Pfizer docs. Oh, well, all eighty pages of them." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a comedy it's the only way to view it the only way you can get through this reality is to realize that this is a joke this whole thing is just absolutely you know safe and effective safe and effective safe and effective sponsored by Pfizer uh, Pfizer you're being subpoenaed we're gonna need uh, we're gonna need these pages 88,000 130,000 how many side effects are there I mean, I expect normal stuff like, uh, what are we talking? Headaches, nausea, sleeplessness, you know, irritability, you know, bowel irregularity, that kind of stuff, right? There's more? <laughs> this is, <laughs> I'm going to be the, I'm the guy responsible for the decision. I'm being briefed by the Pfizer guy. What are we talking? Uh-huh. That's a lot. That's a lot of pages. This is so, tell, before... <laughs> No, you just, uh, that's a big binder you got there. I'm just going to pour a drink here while you, uh, I'm worried. Will you get that ready? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What is this? That section is just, that's just 27,000 pages of adverse effects on pregnancy. <sighs> what is this? What does that slide go back? Corneas are just detaching from people's, from people's eyes? What is that? Leprosy? Is that leprosy? Leprosy is a side effect. Jesus Christ! Why are there amp They had to amputate limbs from blood clots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a drastic spike in mortality. Oh, hang on. Okay, I'm just going to stop it right there. I've seen enough. I'm going to make a quick call to the CIA. We need another mass shooting. We need a mass shooting right now. We need to flood the fucking news cycle before this gets out. I don't want to hear about Biden's laptops. I don't want to hear about any of it. We're doing the mass shooting. We're doing the fucking mass We're doing the fucking mass shooting. Shut up. Don't tell me how to run my job. Yeah, I'm on a lot of drugs. I'm in a high-stress environment, all right? I can afford it. I'm a government official. I've been taking backdoor deals since the 90s. I got an ocean of drug money I've been laundering through the Ukraine, motherfucker, okay? I can have you killed, all right? <sighs> 20 variations of herpes. It's 
Oh man, we're in we're in a, we're in a weird world now. Things are really not good. Um, you know, this is what I'm talking about. There's an investigation being launched after a mystery surge in the deaths of newborn babies. Health authorities say it's not due to COVID infections. Hmm. A report by the Herald newspaper in Scotland highlights a very unusual spike in the deaths of babies. With the alarming raise after 18 infants died within four weeks of birth in March. Same control limit was also breached in September last year when 21 deaths were reported. The first time this has occurred since the records began. Hmm. Neonatal mortality rate was 5.1 and 4.6 in September against an average of 1.4 in 2019. Oh, so it's four times high, four to five times higher than normal. I wonder what's happened. I wonder what dramatic shift or change in the public health situation has occurred from 2019 till now. I don't know. I don't know what it could be, but I hope we get to the bottom of it. I wonder if, it is a, I wonder if um, you know, this, a, acting a National Institute of Health director admits an appearance of conflict of interest in secret royalty payments to Dr. Fauci and other scientists. <laughs> really? Really? NIH Lawrence Tabak testifies during a hearing before the Labor, Health, and Human Services, Education, and Related Agency of House Appropriations Committee at Rayburn House of Office Building on Capitol Hill. Huh? Imagine, my Fauci ouchie. You think they're making money? Of course they're fucking making money. They're all making money. This is the biggest power grab money-making scheme in the history of the human race. And it's coming on the backs of dead kids. They're all guilty. And we all knew it. And we all yelled about it for years and years and years. And they went, la, 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 just doing my job. Just doing my job. I saw this downtown the other night uh, at uh, one of the Bernier events. There it is. It's in the back of somebody's truck. It says, I was just doing my job. Will not work this time. You'll be held accountable when the tides turn and the tides always turn. The world is watching. There will be evidence. You will be caught and you will be held accountable. They're worried about it too. That's why they act the way they do. When people do minor protesting, they freak the fuck out. Re throw them in jail. Re misinformation. Re send to the internet. Re. Freeze their bank accounts, destroy their ability to live! What? Why? Oh my god, that seems a little over the top. I'm just fucking stressed out, man, okay? What did you do? Don't fucking worry about it, man! I, I didn't do anything. What the fuck? Wait, did somebody tell you something? Have him killed! <laughs> you okay? No, they're not okay. According to the former Pfizer vice president, People who push the idea of universal vaccination are guilty of crimes against humanity. Huh. Weird. Why isn't he on TV? He's a TV man. Oh, he quit the company because of a moral dilemma. A dilemma of conscience. Hmm. Weird. It's weird that all this shit keeps happening. And again, Amidst it all, I want to remind you, CanadaMarches.ca, James Top is still marching. He left marching in Vancouver with a rucksack on through the Rocky Mountains in February. He's passed, Ig- am I saying it right? Ignace, Ignace, Ignace. You, you people on Ontario know where it is. It's passed somewhere between Dryden and everywhere else. 
going east in Ontario. He's going to be arriving around the end of June, as I've been saying. And as we know, this podcast is a direct line to the uh, stooges at CSIS who don't know how to manage anything. I have their total full attention, apparently. They're oblivious to all other national security uh, you know, elements and organized crime and whatnot. They seem to be totally focused on me at this point, which is hilarious. And um, you got to wonder if this has anything to do with it. The true... The... The... <laughs> Canadian Heritage, according to Canadian Heritage, whatever that is, the department, will not be allowing Canadians to participate in the annual Canada Day celebration at Parliament Hill due to construction after two years of canceling it due to COVID. Usually sees thousands flock to Ottawa as being moved to the Le Breton Flats approximately one and a half kilometers westwards. In their announcement, they did not mention the Freedom Convoy protests even though thousands participated in Canada Day-like celebrations for weeks. There was also ongoing construction at that time. Nonetheless, the Canadian Heritage said there will be some unspecified activities allowed with a list coming soon. Last year, despite the ban on Canada Day celebrations, thousands of Indigenous and pro-Indigenous activists rallied at Parliament Hill to ironically protest Canada's history in a day of reflection. In response, right-wing political pundit and former candidate for the B.C. Liberals, interesting, Aaron Gunn gathered uh, supporters for the Uncancel Canada Day party in B.C. and gave a patriotic speech to onlookers. And he said, quote, And I'm tired of the narrative of this country and of its story being dragged through the mud and hijacked by a small group of political extremists. I tend to agree with that. Meanwhile, the government continues to lie to its people and tries to use our whatever is left of our beloved dying military as an instrument, a bludgeon, to finish off you know, the killing blows of our country. As you may recall, there was a story that came out that these special forces were being used to spy on the convoy, protesters, demonstrators, uh, via aircraft and uh, state-of-the-art special forces communication technology and spyware, spycraft, spy, spy, spy stuff, electronic spying things that read your phone and, you know, scan your stuff for gay porn, you know, that kind of stuff, whatever they're doing. That that did not happen. Absolutely, unequivocally, Canadians and Canadians and gentlemen, what is the manner of your thinking when your paper juice box water bottle type thing... um, Anyway, turns out it was true. The military did spy on the Ottawa truckers protest while the government suggested those claims were misinformation. No, you just lied. You straight, flat fucking lied. And do you think they did it on their own? Do you think Cansoft.com just went rogue and was like, I don't care, I'm spying. Absolutely fucking not. That did not happen. They were told to. You ordered them to. You fucking weaseled your way into. And now you're caught. Now you got caught. Claims the Canadian Special Forces surveilled the truckers' protests in January and February were dismissed as false by the Liberals, have found to be true. No way! No! That's impossible! Special Forces operated an aircraft that was equipped with surveillance equipment despite a directive to prohibit such activity. The That's too long of a clip. I don't want to play that, Mr. Peterson. Uh, well, you know... The directive instructed the vehicles to not fly over the demonstration, but the report says that leaders ignored the directive since the plane being flown was owned by a private defense contractor. Oh, look. The familiar theme of, but technically. Technically, but technically, actually. Is our government being run by Reddit neckbeards? Actually, um, actually, bro. It's a defense contractor, so technically, actually, it's not the military, even though it is, but technically, actually, on the piece of paper. 
So they're using the Psychological Warfare Operations Division to plant stories and fuck with your heads. That's been confirmed. Now we're using actual physical, tangible assets in the air to spy on your phones, your devices, your conversations in real time. What's next? What are we going to do next? How much more are we going to do? When we and and we're and we're forced to tolerate any le- levels of of, of ignorance. Ign- I mentioned this in an earlier rant, but you know I might as well get it over with. BC spending millions on foreign nurses after firing thousands of healthcare workers, and so many people told me it wasn't true. It's fake news. It's fake news. There's a couple people that quit, but it's not. Th- no, it was thousands across the country. Approximately, I think it was fifty to seventy thousand healthcare workers across Canada were forced out of work because of the mandates. And rather than you know, now they've offered their jobs back in some cases. Many of them refuse to, as they should. You know, cooperate. You know, we don't negotiate with terrorists. You know what I mean? Now they're just going to hire foreigners and pay more money to fill a void and correct a problem that they themselves created. You should just be fired. You don't know how to do things. You're an idiot. You're an absolute spoon. You're the type of person that would take a t- like a, a Pillsbury toaster strudel and try to boil it in boiling water. You. You you would somehow set your kitchen on fire making a bowl of cereal. That's how fucked in the head these people are. You're in, supposedly, allegedly, a health crisis. A global pandemic. And the most indispensable and most critical staff to your entire effort would be the healthcare workers, the entire healthcare industry, that should be protected, bolstered, reinforced at all costs and protected at all costs. And what did you do? Oh, you fired a ton of them because they didn't do what the TV man said. <laughs> You're as dumb as they possibly can come. You're square peg round hole dumb. You're so dumb, you couldn't arrange a box of crayons in order. You know how the colors used to go in order? From light to dark? You couldn't do that. You couldn't know how to do that because you'd see that all the crayons are different colors and you'd freak the fuck out because you see everything for, through a racial lens, which we've already, uh, we've already established. It's crayons are racist. And then you'd probably start eating them and shoving them up their nose. And then when the teacher asks what you're doing, you scream at them for not, ident- not addressing you as your preferred gender, which is uh, Lord Zeno, uh, god of the fairy kin, which has, you know, multiple genitalia. And a split personality disorder. And to not celebrate that is not woke. And now that teacher has had another fired. And being charged with uh, rape. After firing thousands of healthcare workers over vaccine mandates, the British Columbia government has announced it will spend $12 million to fast track the registration and licensing process for foreign trained nurses to address critical staffing shortages. Good! I hope they're from like Ethiopia and Madagascar and South Africa and fucking Sri Lanka and, you know, Vietnam. And I hope they're just from all corners of the, you know, top tier, you know, really high quality nurses. That's what I hope. I hope they're really like the fucking. Funding includes 9 million in bursaries to help around 1600 foreign trained nurses with the cost of assessment fees. You know this. So 12 million more dollars out the window because you made a totally avoidable, obvious fucking mistake. 
because you're stupid as fuck. And the money train continues. And we got to print more money to feed, you know, fill more holes made by your idiocy. Great. I'm so happy. The nursing shortage in BC, which, as with many provinces, was at crisis levels before the pandemic, was intensified during the fall and winter when, maxi- when vaccine mandates preceded a hospitalization spike over the Omicron variant. The lack of staff was so acute that one week in January alone saw 27,937 shifts unfilled. Good, good, good. I'm glad. Now, unfilled shifts, not enough health care, longer wait times, longer wait times equals... um, slower to diagnose and treat problems which equals uh less um survivability so let's play how many people did the british columbia well let's say canadian government kill because of its lack of having a brain how many people need to die because of the absolutely mind-numbingly eye-bleeding stick a fucking goddamn gardening tool like what what a spade but a thin thin one like those long thing jam it in my fucking ear and just whirl it around whirl it around until my frontal cortex is 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 sufficiently destroyed that i'm no longer possess the ability to think feel process i'm just i'm a vegetable how much more is it going to take before even the dumbest of the dumb come to the conclusion that these people have no idea what they're doing, do they? They're just completely fucking retarded, aren't they? Yeah, and they should all be fired. They should all be fired. Deanna one says, curious of your opinion of any of Dr. Stephen Ellis representative for Colchester Cumberland. I have no idea who that is. So I don't have an opinion. Crisby says, teach your boys how to be men before their teachers teach them to be women. That's good advice. NYCBit again says, well, bro, it's almost like laws don't matter at all anymore or something. It's almost like that. It is almost that way. It's getting that way. Oh, the more things change, the more they stay retarded. A lot of people on YouTube tonight. Nice. How are you? Great. Rumble as well. Entropy, thank you guys for, for coming and, and being around. I'm going to wind this down here in a minute. I will. You know what? It's been a while. I'm going to open this up for just a few minutes. If you don't know where the Telegram page is, go there right now and do it. I'm going to uh, start this. Open this up for if you want to call in uh, and say hello. I'll talk to some of you guys for a few minutes and uh, they're going to wind this down because I don't know what else to say. I'm just mad. I'm just going to be mad and yelling about stuff now. I took a lot of weed oil too before I started this. I was hoping I was just going to be silly. But uh, it didn't work. It seemed to just uh, just make me mad. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing works. Nothing can calm down the... F- morphine. I'm going to go switch straight to morphine. All right, there's one. Doug Life. I'm going to go hear from Doug Life here in a minute. If he figures it out. I think I unmuted him. You got to click the, un- you got to unmute yourself. You got to click the unbig blue speaker icon that says unmute Doug Life to unmute your Doug Life self. And that way you can begin to speak. And eventually, hopefully he will. 
He still hasn't. He doesn't know how. It's a, it's a struggle. Let's go with Allie H. Canadian. You're open there. What's up, man? Or woman? Hello, hello. Hey, what's up, man? I can't uh, hear you. Yes. Oh, there you go. I didn't unlock myself. How you doing? <laughs> I'm an idiot. What's up, man? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Horrible. What's up? Yeah. Oh, we're surviving. <sighs> Gay. Huh. Helps now since I'm at work. I met, um, I actually went out with Biz Nasty and his girlfriend. So at least we have some people arrive, some people we can hang out with when things go south. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Is he hot? What? Yeah. Normally they'd be like, is she hot? I don't care. Is he hot? It's backwards world Hotter now. Hotter than me. That's not Hotter bad. Hotter than me. Right on. Good. 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 The guys are taking care of each other. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> Mad Cowboy's in here too. What's up, man? You gotta unmute yourself. Yeah, how's that? There you go. What's going on? Yeah. I'm You're on Bigot Radio. Hey, thanks for being around, man. Thanks for being around. Uh, it's well, been a couple of years. We'll see. I'll be in jail yeah. soon or dead. Hopefully dead. Yeah, well, in and out, right? <laughs> Just minor stints <laughs> here and there. Nothing serious. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I got, a, I got a question for you. Sure, yeah. man. You want to put a, a Patricia flag one day? Oh, I thought he going to have to send me one. There. There's a lot of us. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know if I dare. I was never I was huh? never in, uh, never had the honor and the play. I did work with a lot of Patricias. You guys are cool dudes. Yeah. I know you guys too, man. Like, uh, I was third and I was working with uh, guys in third and everything. Yeah, my boy wants to say hi too. Hey, tell him he's awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> so are you, young fella. How are you? Seriously, dude, I can't believe you're on a call with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Like, are you? Weak? Uh, JJ, come here. Yeah. Come here. How old are you? He said eight. Eight, right on. My son is eight, eight. as well. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Keep it up. Be good. Yeah, I, I worked with a lot of um, RCRs too. And yeah, we always got along good, man. Like we yeah. had that, uh, you know, that rivalry. But when you were like, yeah, you know, course. I did my POQ out there. And dude, they were all, they were really good to us out there, man. Yeah, it's like hockey um, teams. You know what I mean? It's not a real rivalry. Yeah. It's more of a <laughs> rivalry. But Professional yeah, rivalry. Really, Here is something really I, I think you'll find interesting that I was just told the other day. A little birdie told me. Yeah. Uh, I had someone tell me that uh, there's a lot of VRs in the works, especially in 3VP, throughout the Patricias and the RCR, you know, and so much that personally directed from the chief of defense staff, Wayne Iyer, to delay and slow roll these processes out to minimize the attrition damage. Yeah. It's called a a lost memo. Where's my memo? Yeah. I'm talking hundreds in oh, hundreds yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i got out uh, i retired uh two years ago nice and the transition's been tough but uh um yeah i'm still in contact with some of the guys back at the third and that is the story is it's uh yeah it's a whole different world right now that's know? what i keep hearing i keep hearing it's bad yeah yeah, yeah. Right, keep it up keep army you're only you too, buddy. Maybe do this again. That was pretty cool. Wait, can I tell him yeah, a joke? Yeah, tell him a joke. Tell him a joke. Oh, nice. What do you call a gummy bear with no teeth? I mean, no. <laughs> I just gave away the answer. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Um... Try again. What do you call a bear? 
I gave. I already gave away the Just answer, Dad. Tell it. You won't ruin it. Fine, Dad. But it's already obvious. You're doing great, kid. You're doing great, kid. You're doing great. He's good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you call? I'll, I'll ask you the joke. What do you call a bear with no teeth? Gummy bear. A gummy bear. <laughs> I know. Wholesome, wholesome father-son moment on the most banned, horrible, you know, suppressed um, internet show in the country. And I just like to say, everybody, keep, you know, keep keeping on. Dude, yeah, you're man. So cool. <laughs> you're cool, man. You and your, you and your dad are awesome. You guys keep it up. Thank you so much for the support. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. Shut this down now. I gotta get out of here. All right, cool. Thanks for the streams as always. Allie, take care, uh, Mr. Cowboy and son. Uh, take care of yourselves and thanks for the support and everything. And uh, I'll see you again soon. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, boys. I changed my name, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know who you are. I know, and so does yeah, Cesus. Do. <laughs> All, right. All right, that's enough. I gave this. you the. You're gonna want to get your redacted button ready. I gave you the. Um... Couple episodes ago, I gave you a, a deputy PM joke, and that was the chat where I, where I said that um, I went out to see Mr. Top with this nasty. Right. So that was cool. That oh, guy. Was like, I was. It didn't for half a hot second. I didn't think I was talking to another person. He's not. He's a cybernetic organism. Skynet he, model yeah. two T two thousand. Terminator top. Oh my god. The Topinator. No Usually shit. Alright, I gotta shut this down. Thanks for calling in guys. Allie H and uh Mr. Cowboy and Son. There's a few other people in here. But nobody nobody else feels like talking. Cheers, boys. Nobody else felt like talking. Whatever, it's fine. It was just something to lean on for there a minute. A couple more of these chats. And then I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. It's getting late. Uh Carrot SK, future privateer. He plans on robbing and you know pillaging and destroying in the future. Gingers cannot be created or destroyed. We just be. <laughs> I guess. Perhaps we're maybe you're a fixture of the, the universe. BGB says, if I had the money, I'd sue the doctor who performed chemotherapy on my mother's cancer and completely missed the cancer entirely. She then had to do a second sessions to then be told, oops. Oof. That's the thing when you have low standards and we do, we have low standards in this country. We allow people to not be good at their jobs and there's no pun. The ultimate thing, the ultimate bad thing to do in Canada and Canadian culture is uh, hurt somebody's feelings, which includes telling them they did a bad job, firing people. Can you even fire someone anymore? Or are they too afraid to do it? They too afraid to tell someone they did a bad job. You're too afraid to write them a bad performance review and say, you're a terrible fucking employee. You're horrible at your job. That's racist. That's misogynistic. That's phobic. That's an ism. That's a something. Are we even allowed to do that anymore? These are the consequences that we've paid of having a weak, soft society that's too afraid to confront reality. Reality sometimes means telling people they're shitty at their job. It's not wrong, and it's not bad. I don't care if it hurts someone's feelings. It's okay, and not only is it okay, it's good and it's proper, and, it, and it, we should strive to have high standards that are difficult to achieve, that not everyone can do. When I grew up as a kid, that was understood. We can't all be astronauts. Not all of us are going to be astronauts because it takes special people to do special jobs. And if you maintain a high standard, you get high-end high, high results. Lowering standards and lowering the bar for people to just simply be because you don't want to hurt feelings actually 
you know, you maybe you spare this person's feelings and their sense of me, 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 but you're hurting society at large because you're depriving them, you're depriving all of us of having the high standards of professionalism that, of which we used to have in this country. So now we have things like shitty doctors, shitty cops, shitty politicians, shitty soldiers, shitty firemen, shitty leaders, shitty people, shitty parents, shitty kids, shitty towns, shitty people, shitty everything. So in your, in your fucking quest to not hurt somebody's feelings, you actually, not only did you hurt things, you may have destroyed civilization. It started with cancel culture. And now we're at, you know, like the video I played of, you know, Uncle Hack earlier. Now you can't even make jokes. You can't even make jokes. We're not allowed to live in reality anymore. Well, I say fuck that. We have to. That's the only way out. More wokeness. If you want to be... We're just gonna get the libs out. Don't speak that word. Don't speak that word. Get the libs out. All they do is pander to the left. They're not real conservatives. They're not real. They're all the fucking same. They can say they're not. They can say they don't agree with it. But at the end of the day, they do. Did they stop the Emergencies Act from being enacted? No. Did they stop them from, from, from cops from beating the shit out of people in the streets? No. Did they stop anyone from having their bank account seized and their lives destroyed? No. Did they stop the mandates? Did they stop the, the, the you know, imposition of, the, of these vaccine requirements? Did they stop your businesses from being closed? From these kids from trying to kill themselves? Did they stop the air cadets from segregating children and humiliating them in public in front of everyone and making them feel like shit, making children feel like segregated, less than, othered in our own country? No, they didn't. They didn't stop anything. And in 30 years, they failed to conserve anything. And rather than take a stand... Rather than grow a spine and grow a set of stones and stand up for something that fucking matters in this country, they will pander, kneel, kiss the ring, and at best look the other way as all of the rest of their compatriots sell this country down the river lest they draw the ire of the woke mob and the media and everyone else pointing across the aisle saying, racist, racist, disinformation, blah, 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 blah. Well, when I grew up, it was sticks and stones and real men didn't give a fuck. So when someone would say, oh, you can't take a joke, that was an insult. The fact, that you, the fact that you couldn't take a joke or you couldn't handle someone leveling criticism at you or saying shit about you, that you couldn't handle that without crying and throwing a fucking temper tantrum, meant you weren't a man. It meant you were a fucking bitch. And now we've got a country run by little... Bi- and I'm sorry you don't like the language and the rhetoric, but sometimes, you know, who else is going to do it? Nobody else is going to do it. You're not going to hear the, the truth. You're not going to hear the harsh fucking reality from anybody on the right-wing media who are really just clickbait outrage farmers looking for clicks and money. We've got a weak country run by weak people. And as much as you want to hate the people on the left, the real problem, the real obstacle is the people on the so-called right that exist to block you from actually getting anything done. The fake conservatives, the fake right-wingers, the fake patriots, the fake nationalists, the fake fucking Canadians that pretend they stand for you, but they don't. Because at the end of the day, at the very end of the day, they're taking the paychecks, they're campaign managers, they're funders, they're donors, they're advisors, they come from places like the World Economic Forum and the United Fuck nations and they're going to do all the same things the mass migration the carbon tax the un migration they're even on board with the gun ban man they're all the same and the all it took was a little bit of threatening 
We'll make you look bad and we'll call you names in the paper. <laughs> well, that's fine. Because I do believe in one, I believe in nature. And nature always wins. And there's one thing that nature hates. Nature abhors a vacuum. And like the, you know, the truck said, the tides always do turn. It may not happen this year. It might take 10. It might take 20 years. It might be my children's generation. My, it might be the generation of my three-year-old son. But someday, it will turn around. And the vacuum being, there is no leadership class. There is no one fighting for this, for these people in the establishment, in the machine. They don't exist. It's a void. It's an empty spot that begs to be filled, and it will get filled. Soon, sooner or later... You can't keep this down. You can't manage this. You can't manage the outrage and the frustration and the pain that, that millions of people are going through. It can't be done. Why don't you just build a fucking sand wall and try to keep a tsunami out of your town? Why don't you throw a lasso up there and bring the fucking moon down from space? There's nothing you can do. What's going to happen is going to happen. So why don't you just get the fuck out of the way? Sun, the moon, night and day, up and down, left, right, on, off, ebb and flow. It is what it is. That's the universe, man. As hard as things swing one way, which they have, they will swing just as hard the other fucking way when the inevitable seesaw effect, the elastic snaps. Sooner or later, it's coming. I don't fucking care if you fucking care. Thanks so much, guys. RagingDistant.com for all of my social media links and um, and so on. If you want to help me out, I can take, um, you know, to my email address if you want to e-transfer, but that's fine. If you don't, thank you so much. All you guys on Rumble, Cindy Lee, Jaden Mandarin, thank you very much. Huxley tried to warn us. Yes, he did. Fisher of Men, BGB, Carrot SK, Future Privateer, NYC Bit, Prisby, Deanna 01, Chelsea, Michael the Conqueror, NYC Bit, Bob the Big, and Amber Button, Lone Star Texan, uh, inverted Earth and Spells. I get you already. BC Bigot, Angry Soldier 100, Won't Hold Still, Mika Shrednik, The Blue Taco, The Get Short and Long, Pilot Mike, I Make Sparks 69, Wife to Hell, Blue Deluxe, Some Weekends and Taco, uh, Some Weekends and Tuesdays. I Sir Toast the Second, Filthy Weasel, The Blue Taco, Lost Canadian, I Sell Feet Fits, Gabriel Shear, BGB, Mother Bear Shannon, Muslim Bigot, Rooker T. Blams, Cam is key, Zabex Demise. CRJ, thank you very, very much, guys. I appreciate it, and I'll see you next time. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, usually, but, you know, my life is a chaotic mess and insane, and I don't know where I'm going to be at the best of times. I'm going to try and do an interview tomorrow with uh, Mark Parabolos at the Canada Poly. Post links on uh, the usual places. you got to go to Telegram for all the updates. You can follow me on Twitter as well, McKenzie 674 I'm on Twitter and uh, telegram t.me slash raging dissident. You go there for updates and uh, posts and the like. Thanks again. I'll see you next time. Pro Pratchett, six temper tyrannic death to Stalin. He fucking sucks. He's horrible. He's a shitty little small man with a shitty little mustache.
And Karl Marx, too. We should be saying death to Marx. See, he started this whole thing. Racist fuck. <laughs> Thanks for another good night, guys. I'll see you next time. And um, cheers to you and yours. Have a good week. Well, that Dagalon forever. Death to Circulon as well. It's got to go. All of it. All of Circulon. And Ramona Dudulo, you're on watch. It's war. Preemptive strike in 45 minutes. The troops are on route. We're sending the, uh, the Sky Legions of Skylon. You might as well just surrender now while you can, Ramona. And we will definitely not take mercy, but we'll think about it. And then not. If you fucking care, cause I'm gonna do whatever while you sit around and stare. But I can stick around for a little while until you fall asleep. That's when I'm I know, Phil. I know you've waited for this for a long time. I'm not teasing you. This is... Nope. Nope. This is not a cock tease. You have my permission. You have all of our permission. You have Morgan's permission. Take the men to Zirculon. Take them to the shores of the Kingdom of Canada, Queen Ramona's kingdom. And you lay waste to every living thing you see. We can't have this. We can't have them corrupting the minds of people. I won't stand for it, Philip! I can't put it in writing. I can't officially say that I'm going to okay and green light war crimes. What I will do is pretend I didn't hear you, look kind of away from you on a 45 degree angle, sort of kind of shift my eyes to the right, Wink once, very, just very subtly. Why are we even doing this? We speak telepathically. You can read my mind. What the fuck are we doing? Right. We're on the same page. That's right, Ramona. You're in trouble now. <laughs>